Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! fuck is happening moviegoers jeez so aggressive <laughs> shut up this is two dudes movie reviews with motherfucking sky and colin I, what is going on with you <laughs> i'm so goddamn pumped i'm pumped I'm pumped i am pumped i am pumped i just took a three-hour energy which is perfect for the length of endgame <laughs> one three-hour energy for one three-hour epic yeah fucking epic is an understatement baby this is not a normal episode, folks. This isn't because we're, we're gonna spoil something. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> In that sense, it's a normal episode. I guess the abnormal one was when we released the spoiler-free episode. Yeah, because we want to give everybody an opportunity to see this movie without things being spoiled. But before we go any further, goddamn spoiler alert! We are going to not only. Spill the beans on this entire movie. We're going to go so fucking deep in this movie. This movie's going to feel us all the way up in its guts. <laughs> all the way in its guts. I'm going elbows deep into this movie. <laughs> I'm leaving no stones unturned. I'm leaving no infinity You're stones really unturned. You're really hitting the explicit tag on, on this podcast right now. Yeah, baby. I feel like we went we went a little bit too soft in our uh, our spoiler-free one. We wanted to leave it. A little more uh, open to the public and more accessible for young children to listen. No, I'm pretty sure I was still. Yeah, no, we cursed a lot. Yeah, but yeah, no, we're we're, we're this is this is the spoiler episode. Spoilers, and, baby. I mean, you already know our grade. You already know how we feel about the movie. Assuming the, you listened to the other episode. Assuming you did. I hope you I do. I, I mean, there's plenty of reason to go to it. We ranked the whole MCU. That's enough right there because it's awesome and we're really smart. I mean, come on, do it. Yeah. We have great opinions. We have the right opinions. <laughs> yeah. So you may as well listen to both episodes. But yeah, we give like our actual like tomato tomatoes grades. We give the MCU ranking in the other episode. This movie, we are just going to talk plot points and we are going to talk like Easter eggs and yeah spoilers galore yeah spoilers galore so i guess the format of this is a little different we're not doing a trailer park we're literally just going into the movie no segments no segments at all and speaking of just going into the movie this movie itself just starts oh i love that too i didn't even mention that in in the the other review yeah there's no warning it's just it ends with the thing it's like turn off your cell phone you dumb shit oh the security guard at, at uh, Oh, yeah, Regal. let's talk about that for a second. Okay, okay. A little before, bit before okay. we go. It was, I mean, yeah, you don't want to be on your cell phone, but I, I was literally texting a few people during the, the, the trailers. trailers. During the trailers. And not had, like some new trailer, and it's not even the trailer right before the movie started. It's like the first trailer that they yeah. played. I had my phone dimmed all the way. I had my phone on silent. I was literally just 
you know, right, you know, just yeah, just send it out of text. But phone, I think, important, like camera facing down to the floor, not like you're aiming it at the, the screen or anything like mm-hmm. that. Security guard came up to me and he was like, you got to put that away. Yeah. And, and really, I was just like, oh, OK. And no, but it was hilarious. I was that, pissed about it. It was hilarious that because you leaned over to me you're like, little does that guy know we've got a podcast and we're going to shit all over him. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk shit about him. Yeah, Mr. Fucking Cool Guy, James Bond of the Regal Cinema. He really did. He had like a three-piece suit on. He was going ham on this. Yeah, just walking by like, put the phone away. Like, really? Fucking with your minimum wage job in your cool suit? Who the fuck are you? Pitbull looking motherfucker. Not like he looked like a dog, like he looked like the singer Pitbull. Yeah, exactly, I know. Fucking douchebag, like, and where were you the rest of the movie? <laughs> I hope I mean, he didn't get to see the movie. You know, I mean, a fucking I, butthole. I, I politely put my phone back in my pocket, yeah. and then I pulled out my camera and my tripod. <laughs> and- <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. And I, and I was holding the boom, the yeah. boom mic, picking up all that, that RPX audio. <laughs> yeah, fuck that clown. Yeah, I, I mean, if, just, if if I was uh, if it was the movie was going on and I, like, cause that that drives me crazy when yeah, like that's people different. on their phone during the movie. But yeah, I was, I guess I wasn't annoyed when it happened, but I was just kind of like, were you gonna cool. leak this trailer trailer that's been out for the last three weeks? Yeah, man, who cares? <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought that was God forbid people know that Angry Birds two is coming. I I did think I guess if they were doing that to other people while the movie was going on, good on them because sure that would that would have pissed me off if other people were on their phone. Granted, where we were sitting. There was, like, no way that someone was going to bother us with that. Right. Yeah, I mean, if they were doing that during the movie, it seemed a little excessive during the trailers. Yeah. You were fine with it. You didn't think anything of it. I was sitting there just, I was so pissed for you. <laughs> but we had talked about on the MCU one that somebody was talking during a movie, I think, like, Thor Ragnarok or something when you saw it, and you were like, yeah, they were talking, and I told you. I was like, I would have leaned over and been like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, because I'm, like, just hyper-aggressive for yeah. some for weird reason. <laughs> I'm from New York, guys. Everybody relax. There was a movie I saw recently where like people were like talking and like doing shit in the movie. And I was getting I was getting tight. <laughs> yeah, but I will actually like stand up and say something. Like I'm I'm way too aggressive. You literally yelled at someone in the drive-in like a month ago. Not I, even. Yeah, I I yell at people a lot. <laughs> I can't help it. But yeah, man. Yeah, that guy that takes guy. his job way too seriously. I mean, like like you said, good on him if he's stopping it during the movie. But like really during the trailer, I kind of side-eyed him too. I'm like, what? I'm like. I feel like you. I almost still got my phone in in protest. But if that guy's listening to us right now, I just want to tell you, rate and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, get, leave us a five star review. Try to get you a t shirt. Maybe you could wear it under your stupid fucking suit. <laughs> Dumb shit. Cool suit. Wearing it in the movie theater. Who are you? Who who cares? Nice suit, dude. Yeah. What do you own the theater? No, you don't. I just did. You're not even a rent a cop. <laughs> You're like a step below rent a cop. You don't patrol the mall. You patrol these aisles. You gonna take your popcorn? Be like, no, dude. That's why that guy's got a bucket over there. He just throws it all in the fucking garbage can <laughs> with his little scooper or whatever. No disrespect to the people like who actually like clean the movie theaters because that is a noble job for real. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for those people. It sucks cleaning after people, especially in the movies, because people leave their popcorn laying around, their sodas in the fucking cup holders. I always take my garbage with me. Yeah, people, you got to start taking your garbage with you. Like, don't be ridiculous. Like, be respectful of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. That being said, fuck that stupid (laughs) asshole in the suit. So anyway, endgame. (laughs) Endgame, yeah. I think we just spent like five minutes just shit on that, dude. But I said I would. Yeah, no. Thank you for reminding me. 
Yeah, I thought that was funny. So let's just get into this. We, you know how we feel about this movie. We both loved it. We both gave it A pluses. A plus. First A plus of the year. First A plus of the year. First A plus of the show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you know, Holmes and Watson wasn't pulling it down. No, it's close, but no. So close. Um, <laughs> as close as F can be to an A plus. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, obviously, we love this movie, and I cannot wait to go into the shit with it. Can't well, wait to get into everything. It threw us into the shit right away. This is we said we're like there's a few things we predicted. We predicted that. We pre- I said it. Said it on an episode. I not only do we say it on an episode, I said it when we were like driving home from Infinity War a year ago, mm-hmm. because like there was all this question about where is Ant Man and where is Hawkeye, and I fucking said it. Hawkeye's going to be somewhere with his family and not one, not two, but his entire family's going yeah. dust. And, and man, sure enough, kaboom! <laughs> the way the way they do it too is so like every time I've seen the movie too, it gives he, me chills. Yeah. It gives me chills. He, so, so he so uh he's teaching his daughter how to how to how to shoot the bow. They they yep. actually show that in the trailer. And she shoots it, it's a bullseye, whatever. She could have missed the tree when it fucking matter. But she, she goes She calls him Hawkeye or he calls, he calls her, her Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. In the comics cool. His daughter becomes Hawkeye eventually. She oh, I didn't is, even know that. She is a Hawkeye in the comics. That's cool. That's so cool. that's my first little Easter egg right there. Look at that. We're one minute into the movie. I already got an Easter egg. Nice. But you know, it's it's also like it's a super like sweet like scene too because we talked about how flawless the writing is on this and how much it humanizes the characters and stuff. But like even the short scene, you really see how much he loves his his kids and stuff like that. It's and heartbreaking. He's, and, and, he, and he's showing her how to how to shoot the bow. And he's and he's got her hair and he's and he's putting it in front of her eyes. Like, can you see? He's can being you see? like playful, he's just being play, dad, playful, yeah. and then like the kids there, like the, the mom is like, um, "What do you want in your hot dog? Mayo, mayo or, or mustard?" mustard. And, and the daughter's like who, like, "Who puts mayo on hot dogs?" He's like, yeah, "Probably your brother's uh, mustard." For yeah. Us. And then and then she asks the brother like, "What do you do? You want mayo?" And he's like, "What about ketchup?" And it's yeah, just yeah. like a funny moment with like the There's whole some, family. But it's just some sweet some sweet moments in there, some sweet beats. <clears throat> but it's but it when. She shoots the arrow. She goes to get it, and he turns around to answer the the wife. And then when he turns around, he's you don't. Starts it's, calling it's, it's for not her. like yeah. It's not like you see like her whole body like, and and it's not like it's just you just see a little bit of ash, just little bit, just barely faint, like, faint, it's, barely. like it, it's just, most of it already hit the ground. Yeah, like it's almost gone, but you you see it a little bit. And every time I've seen the theater, you hear people in the audience go like, <gasps> yeah, like and then like and then he's calling for her, looking for her, and everything, and then. He, he's just like can't find her so then of course he thinks let me ask my wife yeah who's surely gonna be behind me <laughs> still with our two sons turns around they're not there either and same thing you can see a little bit of little but barely so barely, like, yeah he didn't watch them turn to dust and see like like how tony stark watched everyone else turn to dust in front of their eyes and how the rest of the avengers watched he missed it so in his eyes i'm sure i'm sure that's just like what the fuck happened? They they disappeared in the thin air. Yeah. Like he doesn't even know about like the dusting aspect of it. Yeah. That horror of sure losing your wife, but like losing your children like that, because he's not calling out for his wife really, because in that moment, just speaking as a parent, my first thing would be like, obviously I love my wife, but like a parent doesn't want to lose a child. Yeah. And holy shit, this movie just starts and it's like, guess what? Shit is fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about it in the spoiler free episode that like there's such a somber tone and there needs to be that after Infinity War. 
And if you if you didn't carry that feeling over from Infinity War, they were making sure right away they're like, hey, don't forget, something terrible has happened. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember? How about you watch Hawkeye's <laughs> family disappear? <laughs> you stupid shits. <laughs> Why are they stupid? Why is... I don't so know. So aggressive. <laughs> That's how it feels, though, man. Yeah. No, I it... fucking called it. Yeah. No, that was that was yes. one. I said that to someone at work too. I was like, this is what's gonna happen. He was like, oh. and then I still haven't seen him at work. But I'm waiting to see him, so he, I, because I'm gonna be like, dude, what did I tell you? Yeah, but uh, oh, you know, so cool. su- such a such a good intro to the movie. I love the way that it, it literally. There's no there's no studio thing or anything. It just starts. Yeah, it's crazy. It was just surprise people. I can t- hear people in the theater like, oh, oh. I heard people like, the first time. They're like, is is this what? It's oh my god, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like we're here. It's starting. Just throws you in it. Yeah, chills though in that scene. Chills. Yeah. From there, like you know, they show they show parts of Tony in space and stuff like that. Yep. And man, I want I want to know. Do you? I don't know if you know. I didn't do any research, but he looked really frail. Like, did I wonder if that's CGI? It's if C- it's, I think it's CGI. Then it's really good. That's why. Yeah, I mentioned it's the either, CGI is really good. It's yeah. either amazing CGI to make him look so like skinny and frail, or he lost weight for that part. I I think it's CGI. Well, I, I would then put money it's on amazing. It. Yeah, it is really good. Because at this point, he he mentions that they've been floating since Titan, since their battle with Thanos, and since the snap, uh, for 22 days. And they've basically ran out of food, and in the next 24 hours, they're going to run out of water and oxygen. So yeah. basically, he's been keeping a diary every day, like recording it on his helmet for Pepper, and hoping that you know maybe they eventually get to her. In the, I like that they changed the dialogue in this from the trailers. Like in the trailers, it seems more like a distress call almost. Whereas in this, it really just feels like a, almost like he's using it like a black box. Like he's not using it to try and get a message out to be rescued. He's just kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is ever going to find you, but I just need you to know that like I love you and I'm sorry about everything. It's a really sweet, like sad moment. There's also a tiny bit of humor in it, though, also, because he's like... Which is good, because like his character. Yeah, it's funny, because he's, he's, like, he's basically just like, I don't want you to be sad. Well, maybe if you grovel for, like, a week or a month. Or it's just, like, yeah, a month yeah, or exactly. two or whatever. And then feel, feel what is he, like, tremendous like, guilt or something yeah, like move, that. And eventually move on carrying a tremendous guilt. Yeah. <laughs> like... like <laughs> So, so there is humor. But in you there. don't laugh, and like, like that's his character, and he's and he's saying a joke. But like, and it's in that not, moment, you're not even laughing because like, you see what it is, and it's like he's always he always has some sort of like smart, like quippy thing to say. But even when he's saying it, he's not saying it like with a smirk or whatever. His head is like down in his palm, and it's like that kind of like tired desperation, and he, he just looks drained. And it's like even in that moment, saying something cute and funny. It doesn't feel like that. It feels dreadful. Yeah. Like, it feels like he, it's like this is the end. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go along the route where we're just going through the plot one one step at a time, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you yeah, should. Absolutely. But, but from there, because th- this will lead me to something I said in our non-spoiler review, it looks like all hope is lost. And but then. And then. Captain Marvel shows up. Yes. And Captain Marvel carries the ship back to Earth. Brings which, which brings me to a nitpick. So some of some of these things it almost serves us to go plot point by plot point because they'll either be linked to a past movie, linked to an Easter egg, or linked to a nitpick like this. What was the point of Nick Fury's pager? I well, I I think this because she doesn't come to the compound in response. She doesn't come to Earth at all well, in response to the pager. She goes 
she finds Tony Stark and then brings them back. Well, I thought this, and let me know what you think, because I thought the same thing. I think the pager and her being at the Avengers compound was pre-finding Tony Stark. Do you think they sent her out her to, to look for him? Oh, interesting that's that's the only way that would that that's the only be... way that it would that it would work that's why i'm i said it in our non-spoiler there's a few things here or there where if you really wait, thought about it but i think but everything she's could be there aren't they kind of like lady who are you no they don't know war don't. machine is i think i don't know if war machine does he actually say like well he's who just are like you? he's kind of just like like no yeah they are they are like a little bit like taken aback by her because like even when she's like you know later spoiler alert i guess i don't need to say it for this episode but and she's like, I'm going to go kill Thanos. And they're like, um, like, I'm sure like that's, you know, your expertise is up there. But like, we kind of do things as a team here. Like th- there seems to be like a disconnect. And but, even like Thor the, being like. But they know at that point already, like they know at that point already, like that she takes care of the shit on other planets. I don't know. It's con- it's interesting. The, you know? the way for it to work is if she was already there and they probably said like, where's Nick Fury? And they t- they t- told her what happened and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah. And there's like other people that we think are like out in space or something like that. And then she went. Yeah. Down. Those people like, who are like but it, how do they know t- where Tony was? Who who would have came back from that? Well, what pl- what planet were they on when they fought? Oh, you know him? what? Maybe Rocket Raccoon, because maybe Rocket knew that Nebula was going to Titan. Okay. Because she had the Milano, so maybe yeah. he could track it or something. So he's like, oh, he, they went out to Titan, so then maybe Captain Marvel. Okay, I can see that being a way to to loop, loop that back together. There's, I'm okay with that now. Th- there's a few things that, I, like I said, I feel like there's a few things where you could be like, well, this makes sense. Maybe this happened. You don't actually have the evidence to like fully like be like, this is what happened. But it, there's yeah. things that you can be like, this probably is what happened, and it makes a lot of sense. I'll tell you one thing. People have said, and I'm, I won't really get into this now because it's a huge, huge moment that I really want to pay respect to, but there's there's a part where um, Thor's hammer gets brought back, like, brought, oh, yeah. taken back in time, and then it never shows up again. And people were like, well, what happened to the hammer? And I was right. like, well, probably when the um, ether was dropped off at, at Asgard, the hammer was probably dropped off. Because that would make sense. There's a thing with time travel in this movie, and we'll get into that. But got you. I that's another one where I'm like, that could be a nitpick, but also you can find the reasoning and have it be logical. Where it's like, that's probably what happened. You're like, yeah, that that is probably what happened. Uh, yeah, I think I think looking at it that way, I actually do feel a lot better about it, and I'm and I'm okay with them leaving some things unexplained and ambiguous, and letting us kind of fill in the blanks. So I'm okay with that, and and I think that'll come back around too, like as we get further into this movie. Yeah, like I think, I think that was probably intentional. I, maybe not intentional, but I think the Russo brothers wanted you to piece that together because, at first, I would say that Captain Marvel may have just because I've said already, it felt like they didn't, you know, people weren't paying attention to like how they wrote it. Yeah, and they they have that scene where she just comes in and wears Nick Fury and stuff yeah, like that. The but the Russo brothers came up with the idea for the beeper. So I think it's a three-hour movie. They probably felt like they didn't know, need to show that middle scene where maybe she lands and then talks. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't need to... It's, it's more dramatic for her to just show up and rescue. Yeah. And so then for them to explain. They probably figured, at least in my mind, they probably figured, we can cut this. You don't need to see it. You could put it together on your own. And that's fine, because when she does show up, shit just starts going. It really does. And, and I was sitting there, that, especially that first time you see it, you're like, wait, is this really happening already? Like, she shows up and they're basically just like, all right, well, you're here. Let's go get Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that fucker. We yeah. found him immediately. Almost immediately. They it, find it's him. very quick. Yeah. And that, I'm like, wait a minute. This movie's supposed to be three hours long. 
Is it almost over? Well, no. <laughs> man, this this movie must have been really good. <laughs> yeah, flew this by felt like ten minutes. I knew the movie had a lot to tackle in this. Like, there's a lot of real estate that they needed to cover. Yeah, and they had three hours to do it. And three hours is a lot for a movie. But I was like, I don't want this to be like infinity. Like, I I didn't want it to be Infinity War's pace, where it's just sprinting the whole time. Yeah, like, mad dash. Yeah, to I, did, the I end. didn't want to be like feeling like I'm like hanging on to Usain Bolt's shoulders the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was going really fast in the beginning. But after this part that's about to come up, they really slow the pace down for a bit. Which is good. It's it's very really good. good. And um, and with this part that's about to come up, this is a friendly reminder. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. This is a Disney movie. Yeah. There's some violence in this that you're like, whoa. I'm going to say one thing before we get to that, but uh, I mentioned how good the acting is. Robert Downey Jr. gives like a really, really great like kind of like monologue a little bit. Oh, and, yeah. it's, and it and it and it reminds you about the relationship between Captain America and Iron Man because they haven't seen each other since Civil War when the yeah in this that's movie. right and that's right. Uh, you really like see their relationship and stuff there again and it's just a great I mean it it sets up Iron Man's feelings his back like how much he cares also it's so good it, um, it links back to Avengers Age of Ultron when he's talking about. You know, I wanted to put a suit of armor around the world. Yeah. We didn't do that. You said I told it, you it wouldn't happen, and you said, and I said we lose, and you said we'd do that together, too. Yeah. And then what happened? Mm-hmm. We lost, and you weren't there. And it's, like, super emotionally charged, and it's super dramatic, especially just seeing his body so, like, frail and, frail, like, yeah. broken down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I loved that scene and the emotion behind it. And I think right then I was like, oh, man, like Robert Downey Jr. is acting the shit out of this movie. But yeah, no, with the with the pace, though, they kind of come up with this idea super quick in the movie. Like we're talking first 10 minutes in the movie. They're like, we're going to find Thanos. We're going to get back the stones. We're going to take the stones, undo the snap with the stones. Yep. We're going to bring everyone snap, back. We're going to snap. The, we're going to unsnap the snap with a snap. Yep, exactly. Unsnap the snap with a snap. Bring everyone back. Nebula kind of knows where her dad might be. She doesn't know the planet, but she yeah. knows like. My dad said these things to me, like about his plan. But they say, like, okay, when Thanos snapped his fingers on Earth, it re- like released this like radiation of like this cosmic like cosmic force. energy, yeah. like they'd never never seen before. Yeah, and then two days ago on this planet, the same energy source happened again. So he's probably there. Like he used the stones again on this planet. Yeah, and and then and then another you this line was like in like trailers and stuff, and it was like a, like a moment people were like going shit over the let's go get this son of a bitch line from Captain America. Yeah, like ten minutes into the movie, let's go get this son of a bitch, and then the Avengers, Avengers Endgame title comes up. I also like that he's the one who said it because he's the one who's always like language. Yeah, in like Avengers: Age of Ultron and everything. And he's let's like, go get this son of a bitch. Yeah, he's just like fuck it. He's yeah. like, we're no man, we're going. But uh, we're getting t- so. Also, speaking of just going, Captain Marvel, super cocky. Yeah. She is full of herself. Yeah. That's it. Just, I mean, we can get back to that later. I, yeah. But I, I, when we get right to, out the gate, she's just like, I don't need any of you. I want to go kill Thanos myself. Yeah. I, um, cocky. She, I kinda, he, she has, he has all the infinity stones at this point. And she's just like, I can take them. Yeah. You have the power of one infinity stone. Mm-hmm. Relax. <laughs> Relax, Carol. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll come back to that later. You want to talk about the violence? This is, I said in our non-spoiler that this movie subverts your expectations. Did you think that they were going to kill Thanos 15 minutes into this movie? I did not. <laughs> they dismembered him. <laughs> Thor comes in with Stormbreaker and cuts him off at like the elbow to yeah. relieve the gauntlet from him, only to realize, dun-dun-dun, the stones are gone. Yeah, stones are gone. 
he says that he used the stones to destroy the stones. The stones are gone. The snapping is irreversible. I am inevitable. And then, he, yeah, he gives that line, which is so awesome. Very says, I good. am inevitable. Very important, too. Yeah. It's very important, very important later. Yeah, man. Thor just comes in with Stormbreaker, chops his head off, blood splatters on Nebula's face. Yeah. Her father's blood from his decapitated head splats they on They decapitate somebody in this movie. Not just somebody, but the Mad Titan himself, Thanos. Yeah. They decapitate his ass. Yeah. It's We're 15 minutes in, yeah. watching a Disney movie. When I saw this with Brandon, he told me after the movie, his jaw was dropped for about five minutes after Me that too. Scene. He was like, Me too. I was what? like, oh my God. That's where this movie's going? And there's a couple other parts in this movie that I'm like, the violence is much, a bit much. They're really pushing the PG-13 here. Yeah. I don't think anybody thought that Thanos was going to die that early in the movie. I think a lot of people suspected that he wasn't going to be in the movie much. But I don't yeah. think in the first 15 minutes they were going to go chop the guy's head off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's and he's just a humble farmer now. Leave him alone. What has he done? <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like that they did pull some imagery directly from the comics of him like the farmer Thanos, even with like the sack of the fruit on the on the ground next yeah. to his feet, that's an image directly from the comics. That's awesome. Like pulled perfectly, and like even his like attire and his armor up as a scarecrow, which we saw in the first trailer. The scene I said where I didn't think the CG looked good on him, it, it was this scene when he doesn't have the armor, and it might yeah. just be a little bit to the design of what they're going for with him. He's been badly injured from the stones. Yeah, uh, using them. Destroying them. So, like, the whole, like, one side of his face is burnt. But also, the arm that has the gauntlet on it looks like it's almost been, like, shriveled up. Like, it is yeah. significantly, uh, like, shorter than the other one. Yeah. So, it gives him, like, an off, like, proportion look. And it was very clearly, obviously, CGI. And, I mean, big purple guy. CGI, obviously. But I yeah. felt like... In Wait, he's not real? <sighs> Why is there all this dust in my house <laughs> and in, in infinity war though he felt like a real thing like he yeah a real like being and that scene i was almost getting like i was like man look make that guy green he'd look like trek right now <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't know if it was that bad I, calm down i didn't like it very much all right fair enough fair enough but, but that's the scene i was talking about but then from there we get a real pace change and a yeah. much-needed pace change. And this really takes the tone of what we were saying in our MCU episodes leading up to this that we felt this movie needed because it takes a much slower tone, like slower pace and a much lower tone. It's really somber. And one of my, one of, I don't know if it's one, I want to say one of my favorite scenes, but I think this scene is so awesome. It says, it goes to black. It says five years later and it comes yeah. back. And Captain America is at basically like almost like a group help. Like he's basically like a counselor. There's a lot and, of importance in and this. He's actually talking to one of the Russo brothers who's there. Yep. That, and that's one cameo in that room. There's another one. Oh, I didn't know the other one. Who's the other one? The other one is Jim Starlin. Who's that? He's the guy who created Thanos. Oh, really? He's the actual like comic book like writer. He created Thanos, Gamora, and Drax. Oh wow! Those are like those three like three big, big credits yeah. for, you know, characters he invented in Marvel Comics. Cool, yeah. And and he was a uh, huge part of like reviving the Captain Marvel comics, but that was like early, early when it was still Marvel. Okay. But yeah, he and he, when he took it on, like he took it on like early as like issue twenty five, he actually involved Captain Marvel, then Marvel, in a storyline with Thanos. 
Nice. So yeah, I, that's, that's actually so he's one of the other people in the group. Captain America is is a celebrity. Yeah. In, in this world. Yeah. He's a celebrity. And like Captain it's it lends itself so much to his character that like after everything, like he doesn't need to be Captain America anymore. Like yeah, at this no. point, like he could just fucking do signings or something. Like he can make all his money just being who he is because he's famous. Like yeah. and he chooses to instead just fucking be in an old gymnasium with people who are broken up and, and try and make them feel better. You know what I think I- is important about this scene? He is still being a hero by doing something for others, but it's something that anybody can do. Yeah. It's just be there for other people mm-hmm. and just show people that like no matter what you're going through, you're not the only person. I think there's a really strong message in Captain America doing that, almost like leaving behind the shield and just being a very real hero to people just by listening and being available and just telling people like it can be better, like things can be better and just being a support system for people. I just think there's like a more positive, like bigger message just showing that like you don't need to have super strength to make an impact on people's lives. And, and, you know, you could even argue that their strength got them nothing. And now like what's really getting them is like their, their heart that they're putting into this. There's a, there's another message in this movie that's kind of similar to that. And I'll get to that in a bit, but yeah, like there's some really awesome things like that with how on a more of like a, you know, non super level, how you could actually, you know, like real people, like you could help people and you don't need superpowers to do it. Like, yeah. And I thought that was awesome. For sure, I, I I really like that scene. And that sets a lot of the tone too with with the world. That's that's a world building scene, and you don't even know you it. Know, everybody lost everybody. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy, crazy. I can't even imagine what that kind of a world would be like. Yeah, and they they go through it with like almost every character with, with like basically like how their life is going to shit. They show Black Widow. She's like losing it. She's, she's losing, losing it. Grip. Yeah, she's. It seems like she's almost like the leader. Like people are kind of reporting to her. But wait, before you go too far ahead i know we don't want to do plot point by plot point but so many of these things are important yeah because i think before because after the meeting but before the black widow stuff we find out what's been up with ant-man yes we get the payoff from his post the ant-man and wasp post credit scene so his the van's in storage and he gets a rat like walks over the controls and that's how like it turns back on the machine and he's able to get out Uh uh-huh but he has no idea what's going on and this moment is another one that gave me chills, and the first time watching it, I didn't cry. I did tear up, though, but it gave me chills because he comes out, and then there's, like, this huge... I mean, there's a couple of things that happen, but there's this huge memorial where in San Francisco. It's called The, the Vanished. Yeah. And it's, like, and all people that went missing because of the snap. So he's, like, freaking out because he's trying to make sure that Cassie, his daughter, isn't one of the Vanished, so he's trying to find, like, her name or whatever and, you know, going by last names, blah, blah, blah. Searching, 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 and then he sees a Lang, but it's him. It's yeah. his name. He's the only one. He's the only Lang on there. So it was thought that he also disappeared in this because when the snapping happened, he was in the quantum realm, as we see in the post credit of Ant Man and Wasp. So he rushes to find Cassie, and when he knocks on the door, and then you see her as like, I I guess at this point like a grown teenager or something she's she looks older than she should be i will say that yeah yeah it doesn't (laughs) look like five years older from when we saw her in ant-man and wasp it looks like she looks 
like in her 20s. Yeah. <laughs> but she probably is, but I'm sure she's only playing like maybe 16, 17, something like that. Yeah. But you can tell she's just like much older and you just him before she even comes out, him seeing her and like seeing how much she aged. Like I was already like, oh, my God. And also Paul Rudd is such like a lovable guy and he's such a good actor. Like the emotion in that scene is so strong. And his reactions are, like, perfect because it is just genuine, like, shock. Like, he looks like, you can see in his eyes, like, what the fuck has happened? Like, he's happy to see her, but he's also like, oh, my God, how long have I been in there? And he's, like, losing well, his shit. it's almost like the same. Like, she thought that he was dead. Yeah. But then then even him just being himself, like, the first thing he really says to her is, is like, joke. you're so big. You're so big. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that moment, I was like, oh, my God, he's that's such a sweet moment. But, yeah, it, it almost brought me to tears. Yeah. Right right away. And we're only, like, what, 20 minutes into the movie? And, like, I've gotten chills, <laughs> like, three <laughs> times. I've already almost cried twice. Like, yeah. Oh, man, this really sets you up for the feels hard. Oh, yeah, it does. And, and like we were saying with, the like, the emotions and stuff like that, like, Black Widow is clearly... Um, not doing not, all not, right. Not doing all right. She she has like a breakdown where she's actually crying and stuff. And like you that. never see her show weakness in any of the other movies. Really, she is a strong character through and through. Yeah. And this clearly like shook her. This which, I, I said this in our non spoiler. This movie humanizes every single character. Like this movie makes you like every character more than you ever did. Like ten times more. If that was yeah. even possible. I I've never really been that big of a fan of Captain America love him in this movie oh he's it, oh my god i've always we'll, yeah we'll <laughs> we'll get into that i've i've liked the black widow character but i do think that at times she's a little one note yeah great in this movie yeah this adds so much depth i've and... i've never been a big fan of war machine i yeah. think i think more in particular i've never been a big fan of don Cheadle. well war machine doesn't get a lot of play anyways he doesn't movies. but they give him a lot of like great lines in this like i liked him a lot in this movie yeah that's because every character has has something to do and and some sort of payoff to them like yeah, there's really no like wasted space yeah no there isn't and it's crazy every character in the movie gets gets their their time literally every movie every character in the movie gets gets their their you know their moment but the original six avengers all of them, yeah, phenomenal. Oh man, you want to talk Hulk? Yeah, let's talk Hulk next. I'll, I'll, I'll say one more thing. All right, the scene that we're talking about with Black Widow, where she's getting all choked up, War Machine basically is like, I think that uh, you know, there's this, there's someone running around, oh, and yeah, he's basically just, he's just chopping people up, and he's he's, like, he's, he's like, on a war path, and basically they're like, yeah, it's it's Hawkeye, like it's, it's yeah, it's Clint, it's Clint, and uh, like, and she and she starts breaking down because you remember like they were like. Their best like, buds. Yeah, like they I don't know if they've ever really said it, but probably like Hawkeye was probably one of her first actual friends. Yeah. The Be- first person to accept her from her past. Yeah. Like and, into uh, Shield and everything. And it, and it brings you back. There's there's a lot of great lines to this movie with the two of them where like it oh, just yeah. sets up their friendship. There's another, another line where they're they're in a ship together and like uh far what is this long way from Budapest. Budapest. And it bring it brings you back to that line from I think Avengers, Avengers. the first Avengers and, yeah. when they're uh when they're like killing the aliens or the uh, just Chitauri, like Budapest and she she's like oh yeah that's what it is she's like goes, oh it reminds me of Budapest and he's like you and I remember Budapest way differently yeah exactly <laughs> in the first 20 25 minutes of the movie half like it, you really get reestablished in the relationship between the ca- Captain America Iron Man Black Widow Hawkeye it's crazy and there's a good amount of foreshadowing i think i'll save it till when we get to the moment in the end and i'll loop back to it but remind me especially with the Captain America Black Widow stuff the hulk 
Yes, Hulk. So what they Great. choose to do with Hulk. Oh, and, I love and we've, this. And we've mentioned this multiple times. They they kind of made the smart decision where we're not going to make more Hulk movies, but we're going to we're going to play the Hulk storyline out over multiple movies. So now Happy they did it. Yes, very good decision. Now, basically they explain it. Hulk decided I've been treating the Hulk like he like Bruce Banner's like I've, I've been treating the Hulk like he's a monster, but what if he was actually like the cure? And yeah. he basically I spent like Eight, uh, like a year 18, and a half, 18, yeah, 18 months, months in the Gamma, in the gamma, lab, gamma lab, and he, he combines, basically, he makes it so he is Bruce Banner while in the Hulk's body. Like, basically, yeah, he combines, the, it, this is actually something from the comics, it's yeah. called Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. and he has to sacrifice some of his strength and size so that he can keep the brains, so basically now we have, you know, super smart scientist Hulk, which is dope, mm-hmm. and boy, it really makes for a funny scene, because Ant-Man previous oh yeah oh yeah we gotta talk about that yeah ant-man shows up because this is something from the trailer that people were like oh he sent a message from the past and i was like i don't think so everybody i don't think so yeah sure enough it wasn't i was right again mm-hmm. you bunch of fucking nerds i thought it was from the from the past yeah you bunch of fucking nerds <laughs> but he shows he shows up at the compound after the conversation between cap and Black Widow and explains to them in a very funny scene where he's talking about like his his time in the quantum realm and everything like that and explaining how time works differently. They they try to go, man, oh my god, there's so much in this movie. We, we missed a part already, but yeah, let's, let's yeah. Keep, keep, keep going with Hulk. Keep going with Hulk. But anyways, they, it leads them to the Hulk. And then that's where they see him like this. And man, there's it's a really funny moment and it, and it establishes like he he is their workaround from Tony Stark. Cuz Tony Stark really doesn't want to do anything with the superhero stuff anymore. We'll get to that in a second. Something very important in this. Yes. yes. We mentioned the CGI in this movie. The Hulk has never looked better and yeah. the Hulk has never had the mix between Ruffalo and the Hulk is yeah. is crazy. Um, like you're, you're like you're watching it and you're like, is that they paint just paint his face like it looks yeah, so much like Mark really Ruffalo. Really good. Yeah. Let's get to that really important scene that we're talking about. Before they went to the Hulk, they went to Tony Stark to talk about the time machine, basically. And this, yeah. this is oh man, the the these moments that we're about to talk about are like heart wrenching when you know what happens at the end oh, and stuff yeah. like that but like it's tony starks walking out of the house and he goes to this little tent and he's got a daughter a five, five-year-old daughter yep. named morgan and their relationship is like super sweet like yeah she's such a good dad yeah there's a bunch of really like sweet scenes where he like tucks her into bed and she's she says um i love you 3000 and he's like wow 3000 that's crazy but like they just set up like their whole relationship and yeah. uh, Black Widow, Captain America, and Ant Man go to him and they're like, "Hey, we need your help. We want to. We, we think that if we go back in time, there's this thing called the quantum realm. We can go back in time, get the stones, and we can undo it. Undo we can the bring snap. everyone back. That's and, what they say. We yeah, can bring everybody. back. We can bring everyone back. And he's basically like, I can't chance that. Like, I've got my second chance right here. Like, yeah, I got lucky. I still have a family. I've got my daughter and I got my wife, and I can't risk losing that. And he hits them with like some just sciency facts that are just just like this is why it doesn't work actually fact checked everything he said is like a legit thing in quantum physics or different like you know scientific like mechanics and dealing with like time and space and stuff everything he said is a real thing in, oh, wow. in science mm. and they're real things dealing with the issues of time travel and like the different like problems it would cause so or various like paradoxes that it would create that's cool. So I thought that was really cool. Well researched. Good on them. Yeah. MCU. But yeah, no, they set up why like he's like no, I'm not doing this. I have too yeah. much. I have too much at at stake now. 
to go back and do that. Sure enough, in true Tony fashion, he doesn't just let shit go. He doesn't, and he ends up figuring out that it's possible. Like he runs like a simulation on his computer, and yeah, just for funsies. He yeah. even says it. He's just like, it, it, it's all right if it doesn't work. Yeah, he's like, I'm just you know theoretical looking at something and then of course it works because he's the smartest man in, like the universe there's another really sweet scene where he, he's talking to pepper and he's like i i figured out time travel like <laughs> like and so nonchalant and she's just like oh yeah and he's like i really just want to take this put it in a lockbox, throw it in the bottom of the ocean and forget about it and go to and he says and go to bed and then she's like yeah well but would you be able to rest yeah. and and clearly he's just like oh i can fix this because he he really feels the guilt of that whole thing and he's this whole thing like he lives in the woods he doesn't live in any like extravagance anymore really like it almost feels like he ran away from all of it yeah and they kind of show you how much still kills him like he's got his family and he, and he does seem happy but at the same time he like he's doing dishes and he like sprays water and he gets some stuff he, wet he and, he, and it's a picture of, on yeah, the mantle of him and Peter Parker and he like just looks at it for a bit. Yeah. So he he ends up coming back and joining them trying to do their time travel. In perfect Tony Stark fashion. Perf- nice little throwback to Iron Man One, where he comes speeding in on the car. <laughs> that's some that's from like Iron Man One when he's like racing happy to the to the plane like mm-hmm. to the airport. And I thought that was a nice little um, like 360 for him. Like, yeah, still still kind of like paying homage to that and uh, his love for fast cars. Yeah. Now, I think uh, I think we can maybe speed up a little bit. That's basically act one of this movie. Act two is basically what their plan called the time heist. I loved. Oh, uh, yeah, that and, was great. Yeah. And, it, and basically their plan, once they establish that, yes, they can do time travel is to go back in time get all the infinity stones from the past, bring them to the present, do the snap, bring everyone back, and then they find out at a later point that they got to bring the stones back to where they came from. Right. Couldn't say this in our non-spoiler, but this is another thing that I loved about the movie. They changed the like rules and mechanics kind of of how time travel works in this movie. Yeah. And they do it a very smart way because the thing that we know from, and they, they actually play around with this too, a thing that like, Oh, I love do. how meta it gets when yeah. it starts talking about all the time travel stuff. Yeah, they're basically like, you know, like the thing that people, everyone says is like, when you go back in time, you can't, uh, you know, interact with your past self or whatever because yeah. that's going to, you know, fuck up your your future self. Right. But they say messing up your past does not change your future. Right. If you If you mess with the past, it just branches off into an alternate timeline. Right. So, like, that's a cool way where you can get around shit where it's like, but if they're doing this, then, you know, why didn't it affect them in this time and stuff like that? Like, yeah. that's very smart because that could have gotten very sloppy and they changed yeah. that. And I thought that was so smart that they did it. That that completely eliminates a lot of the like questioning. That's why I said there's nitpicks. People are going into time travel. It's like, well, no, like you just say that. Yeah. They, they established that going back in time and doing stuff in the time does not affect your, your future. Cause you can just go back and it's the same way. Like I think from when they introduce the fact that they're going to use time travel, because I think it was well known that they're well speculated. I'd say not known. Cause we don't know until these movies come out that they were going to use time travel in this movie. And that's always a big head scratcher. And it's always a big worry. Cause there's so many ways you can mess it up. I think, I think that this line was almost in there as like a warning to the fans or not even a warning, but just kind of like a relax guys. We will be fine. I think I know what line you're going to say. Hulk says it because he makes a, he makes some sort of comment about like, we don't want to, we don't want to lose Scott in the 1950s and black widows. Like, 
oh, like, that's a joke. And he's just like, oh, yeah, that's a joke. And she's like, wait, you're not being serious, are you? He's like, I don't know. We're talking about time travel. Either all of it's a joke or none of it's a joke. Yeah. I think that perfectly sums up how they were tackling this. It's like, it's either all the way ridiculous or it's super serious. You can't, you, you gotta pick a lane with it. And I yeah. think they did a really good job. And I love the line from, uh, where basically they're just like, that's not how time travel works. This, and they're like, this is how it works in our movie. Like they don't say it like that, but like, yeah, this, yeah. and then, and then, uh, Ant-Man goes, and, so you're telling me back to the future is just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I so love that. Good. <laughs> and I like that. Like all like the regular Joe's cause it's like Hawkeye, War Machine, Ant Man, and Nebula and Hulk are the ones that are like time time travel doesn't work like that. Where did you hear that? And they're like everywhere. And they just start listing all the movies that have had time travel yeah, in it. That's so su- funny. That's such a funny scene. Another scene that's about to come up though. They they need to test it out. See if someone works. They send oh, Hawkeye yeah. back. Oh man! Again, no, more emotions hit, hitting you in the feels right. This I was sitting next to my brother's girlfriend Nicole, who's the one that I told you hadn't really seen like any of these movies. And when that part happened, like just when they show the house and she literally went she like like inhaled like oh my god like is he gonna see his kids again and it's and it's such like a a heart-wrenching scene he gets he picks up that glove and then he he runs because he knows he's about to go back he 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 runs daughter for for his daughter and he misses her but then like two seconds later she comes around the corner and she's like dad was that you like in the past like she doesn't like obviously she doesn't know what's yeah and then she's like okay okay whatever whatever. just goes back to whatever she was doing but yeah like it's so crazy and then he comes back with the glove and he's like, yeah, like we, we can like, do well, this. It works. But well, I mean, if you want to talk about him, like how we find him. Oh yeah. We didn't even say that. Yeah. Yeah. You had mentioned some of the cinematography in this movie when we were doing our, like, our spoiler free episode. And it's in this scene, that tracking shot where you're going through like the streets and like through like this hotel and everything. Ronan Hawkeye, you know, Thanos ain't the only thing that snapped. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he went fucking nuts after his family disappeared. And apparently, like, he had been going through and just murdering criminals because it's basically told to us. But, like, we are we're to believe that basically his motive is all these criminals survived, but my family died. And I think the thing that he says when he's talking to, like, the crime boss when he finally gets to him is... Uh, I love know, that line. You know, they got Thanos, you You're get me. me. Yeah. And he is brutal yeah <laughs> so gnarly there's so much violence I he's love... straight up throat slashing motherfuckers yeah and they and, they, and he's holding his throat and there's blood coming out and shit. that's another part that pushes Dude. the pg-13 rating i'm and, saying and he and i love that part where he's like he's like uh like i'll give you like anything whatever and he goes what is what say? i want what i you want can't you give can't me. give me and then he just fucking and he just jams his sword down him. yeah oh my god yeah gnarly yeah he is Totally and fucking bad. Another part where it was hitting me in the feels too. Black Widow is basically just like she's there and she's like, there might be a way we could bring we'll them bring back. back. And then he takes he takes off his mask and he's like, don't don't give me hope. Yeah. And, and you could tell like the rain's coming down on him. And and he, and, his like head's tilted back. Like you can see his misery. Like he's just like I don't. He has this look in his face. It's like I don't want to be alive. Yeah. Right now. And she, yeah. And she said, "Don't give me hope right now." And she's like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't give it to you, sir." And she goes to reach out for his hand, and it's almost like she puts her hand there, and like at first he doesn't even like. He's so disconnected, he doesn't even want to like take her hand, and then he finally grabs her hand and stuff like that. Yeah. Man, it was killing me. Really good. But yeah, but yeah. No, so they have this plan. They're gonna go back in time to all the they. There's. <laughs> Oh God! We're, we're, there's so much in this movie. They go. They go to get Thor. They got. So they're basically yeah. like, we're assembling a team. We're gonna go get Thor. So they got. They got Hawkeye back. They go to get Thor. The Asgardians have made new Asgard on on Earth. 
Which we theorized that maybe that's where Odin passed away. It really looks like it. It looks like it. Especially at the end of the movie when they like kind of return in a scene there. Yeah. It 100% looks like the place where Odin passes away, which would make sense because he said like, oh, this was, this is my, like one of my favorite places in like the universe or whatever. Mm -hmm. So of course, like why wouldn't Thor want to settle there? Mm -hmm. Like in honor of his father. So Rocket and Hulk go to New Asgard to go get God of Thunder. Of course, the most powerful Avenger. of them all, basically, yeah. yeah. Strongest Avenger, as he Str- refers to himself. Yes, and uh, so they go to New Asgard, and they see uh, Valkyrie from Ragnarok, yep. and they're like, uh, where is he? And she's like, oh, it's it's bad. And then like, the only time we ever see him is when he comes out for and they show like a giant stack of like, like, kegs. <laughs> like ke- kegs, basically. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's that bad. So they go into his house, and he's shirtless. And at, they only show him from an angle at first where it's like, oh, it's Thor. But then but the camera But he's got his pan- long hair back, and he's got a mean beard. Yeah, he does. Huge beard. And the But then the camera pans back from it, and he's just fucking fat. Yeah, fat <laughs> Thor now. And yeah, I mean, he's lost it. Like, basically, he's super depressed. He blames himself for Thanos doing this. And he, I mean, they, they established how depressed he was in Infinity War with him losing all basically all everyone every, yeah, everybody all he's family. ever loved and everybody um, yeah like he's just super depressed all he's a drunk now basically full-blown alcoholic at this point yeah like throughout the whole movie yeah and that when when you said that like there's you know the thing with uh steve rogers talking to the people as like a, like a group help type thing the yeah. one other message i thought with like not being like i mean granted thor is super throughout the whole movie he has superpowers and stuff but there's never a moment in the movie where like he like uses his power, God power to unfat himself or something stupid yeah. like that. Like when at the end of the movie in the climax of the movie, when he's throwing down with Thanos, he's still fat. Yeah. He's just in his suit. And it's almost like, you don't have to be like super jacked. Like you don't have to be Chiseled. like perfect. Yeah. To, 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 you know, like, like fight and do something great. You know what world. else is funny about yeah. this moment too? When they find Thor, when the guardians find Thor in infinity war and they're talking about like, you know, Thor's body oh, and how yeah. like, how like awesome he is yeah. and Chris Pratt or, or Star-Lord, he, he's like saying something and they're just like, you're one sandwich away from being fat. And he's like, that's it. I'm, I'm going to commit. commit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to get a flex. And now Thor was the one who actually got, got yeah. fat. I don't know if that's on, I don't know if that is on purpose or that might just be like a funny little coincidence. But at this point, there's so much like deep rooted, like mm-hmm. connections. I doubt it's coincidence. Yeah. But I thought that was like a little funny, funny thing there. I think at this point we've covered all the characters. They've, they've got all the characters back and they're going to go get the, the stones. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to go through these things quick, but there's so much in this movie. It's a three hour movie. Yeah. But they, they basically say they find out that there's three stones at one time in the same year in New York. All in New York, baby. So, the, so they're going to send Ant-Man, Hulk, Captain America and Iron Man to New York. To at, get all th- at to the, get the three uh, stones. Yeah, during the Battle of New York and the, from the first Avengers movie. Which, which we had said that there were set photos and it looked like they were in their old school suits from yes. the first Avengers. The only difference was Ant-Man was there. Yeah. And then sure enough, yeah, we, we get that scene. That was another one where we were in the theaters and people just started cheering. It, it's so cool the way they do it too because when they finally go back in time, it's like this like scene where they're going through like this like cosmic wormhole yeah. type thing. And the screen goes black for a second. And then it comes up, and it, you see just the Battle of New York going on, and it says New York. But then not only does it just say New York, it says the year of like yeah, when the movie came out. And it's 2012, and people went ape shit in yeah, the theater. Yeah, yeah, so and it crazy. even showed like that scene where it like circles down around the Avengers. Yeah, it just like it was so, cut from the movie. I like, think they just it took was it from the movie. Yeah, 
and then it like zooms back out like above the street and then you see over in like another side street the time travelers yeah they, they pop up and mm-hmm. land and there's some funny moments it, just in that you know real what, quick you know what's cool um i watched an interview the other day with uh kevin uh, kevin feige 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 feige, feige? feige? <laughs> He said that um, the scene from the from the Avengers with the circle shot, yeah. like that's like iconic from that movie. Yeah, the first time that he realized, like, holy shit, like this this is gonna be amazing. Like this, we've we've done it. Like this is gonna be like a big fucking deal, and this is gonna be amazing. Was when they brought that footage to like the orchestra and had them play the score to the movie. Yeah, and now I had seen that, but every time now that I've watched that scene since then, every time I think about it and. I'm just like, yeah. yeah, this is that's such an iconic scene. The music and everything is so awesome. Yeah, it really is. But yeah, so they split up, and there's the the stone in Loki's scepter. Yep, which Loki has. Yes, and he's using that to like mind control throughout mm-hmm. the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. There is the time stone. Time stone is that's just kept at the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yes, at that point. And then there's the uh, the space stone, correct? Which was powering the portal that the Chitari were coming through. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's the machine they had to take down. And I, I don't, re- I don't think we need. Do we need to go into all the details of how they get all of them? Well, there's some really good moments. I really like the way that they take another point of view from yes, what I, we saw. I do really like and, that too. And it's almost like a behind the scenes. And there's even some dialogue that references like. So hey, we're done posing, right? This it's like, all right, set. quit posing up. A, we'll have enough time later to pose up a storm, yeah, or whatever. Because like that moment after they like finally beat Loki, and then like all the Avengers are standing over them, and uh, from the side, like behind a wall, Iron Man and Ant Man are watching. <laughs> this is one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Yep, and Iron Man's like, that old suit of yours really did nothing for your ass, and he's like, you know, you don't have to look, Tony. <laughs> and Ant Man says, like, as far as I'm concerned. That's America's ass. Yeah. And he like salutes. He salutes to it. Yeah. I love that they're continuing the thing that he like totally is like fanboying. Fanboying for Captain America. Because that was like from Civil War too. He was like that. There's it's it's so it's not just Captain America in this movie though. I mean it's mainly Captain America, but there's there's a part where Thor is telling his story. Oh yeah. And, and uh, he's like looking at him like, yeah, all, and, like he's, and he's like, Yeah, yeah. Why so I've I've, awesome. I've quoted a line from that so many times. What Chris Hemsworth is so good. He really is. And uh, we need more Thor movies. And he's basically telling you the plot of Thor the Dark World, which is hilarious because like this movie is basically just like, we're going to make you like Thor the Dark World. Like that's how that's how yeah, fucking good forced, our movie is. Our movie is it. so good that we're going to make you rewatch and enjoy that movie. But they get the they get the scepter. And I mentioned a scene where your reaction was priceless. OK, cool. What is it? So. When Captain America gets the scepter, yes, he steps into an elevator. Yes. <laughs> what What was my reaction? Okay. Well, I'll I'll see what happens, and I'll do your reaction. All right. Think... And then I'll explain why I probably reacted that way. Well, yeah, it was amazing. Everyone, this is, well, all, it is I think amazing. this. I think this is one of the, everyone's favorite parts of the movie. Every time, yeah, every time so I've cool. gone to the movie, people next to me have all been like, "Whoa!" Like that yeah. was awesome. But he steps into the elevator, Captain America. And all of the shield agents that are actually Hydra, which they didn't know at that, they time. didn't know at that time. They don't learn that until Winter Soldier, which is a and, few movies later. Yeah, and 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 in Winter Soldier, they almost play out the scene exactly like this. Yeah. So it's like they're recreating a scene from a movie to come at this point. Yeah, but um, doing it totally different. But doing it totally different. 
and you know these characters have the knowledge now of of, of the uh, future of the future. So like Captain America knows everyone in this elevator is a Hydra operative. So he steps in the elevator and he's basically just like, so uh, I'm I'm actually I'm taking the scepter. You know they they told me and they're like, no sir, we can't let you do that. And he's like. No, uh, you know I've I've got orders, and like we're gonna have to call I forget the, the name of the character, but like we're gonna have to call They're someone calling and, the senator, yeah, or, and, who we and, also and know and he goes that won't be necessary, and then he leans over oh. and he goes, "Hail Hydra!" Oh, and, so and then, good, and, and they yeah, and when you did that, you were kind of sitting up in your chair a little bit, and then he goes, "Hail Hydra!" and you literally you lean started leaning back in your chair and you just went, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> such a so cool moment. moment i told i told that to brand like in the theater i'm like sky dude was just oh like fucking <laughs> like, came dude how oh my good God. it was it was awesome so for those who don't know i'm sure most people know but there was a lot of controversy in the comic world when this happened but there was like a a short period where i think it was either like late 2016 or 2017 where they turned captain america into a hydra operative yeah and that really divided some people so the fact that they played off of that in this movie i thought was fucking brilliant like having captain america like do the hail hydra thing also fun little behind the scenes fact the russo brothers their first movie in the mcu was captain america the winter Winter Soldier. soldier yeah the elevator scene in that movie is the first footage they ever filmed for a marvel movie yeah so them kind of recreating it is like really cool way to like kind of come full circle for them from their first movie to for now their last movie in the mcu so Mm -hmm. i thought that was a really cool little homage to almost pay to themselves and be like you know what if this is our last ride let's throw in our our first thing we ever did for marvel and that's the elevator scene yeah so cool and so cool to see it play out like in that way and he's like you know what now that i know that they're all hydra instead of fighting i'm gonna take the easy way well, yeah. i'm not gonna fight <laughs> any of these guys yeah hell hydra i was like yeah yeah <laughs> so goddamn awesome yeah that scene's awesome and then immediately when he gets out of the elevator yeah the, the that he, timelines captain america at the time is there yeah. and he's like i he found loki, loki. Yeah. yeah so they they fight oh and I love that one line the the 2012 Captain America like 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 knocks down present day Captain America and he goes I can do this all day and then Chris like, Evans delivers the line he's like, yeah yeah I know he's like yeah I know yeah like, just like, <laughs> yeah I, all right guy like I get it yeah <laughs> so I, funny. I love I love that and that almost like makes our 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 version our current Captain America more relatable and likable kind of like realizing like man I was such a tool back then yeah, yeah. I had like this one line I would say to every bad guy I came across like I could do this all day it's like all right dude like we get it yeah like <laughs> he's like relax buddy I, I said like I've never been a huge Captain America fan but I loved him in this movie like yeah s- such great moments with him so yeah they get they get the the scepter they don't get the Tesseract though the Tesseract they have for a, for a hot second they're walking away with the briefcase <laughs> oh, yeah. and and talk about more about 2012 uh hulk not forced to take the stairs forced to take the they stairs let him in the elevator yeah. he got pissed he got pissed and he busts through the door hits tony stark the briefcase with the tesseract goes flying it opens up loki who's chained up bends down grabs the tesseract and goes back in time that actually or not back in time he, he goes to like a different dimension or but that actually has me excited because they're doing a loki show for disney plus so so this opens doors i was wondering this yeah. I'm like, i wonder if this means that he won't die in infinity war now or what does this mean now well it doesn't affect the present 
Right, it, it doesn't but it would only create a, it would create a it separate timeline. It would create a separate timeline. So now maybe your Loki show is still it, with Tom Hiddleston, but, but maybe it it's this alternate, alternate. alternate timeline where he's got the Tesseract. Got you. Opens Very up a lot, of, a lot of really cool things you can do there. Or they're just you know going to do a prequel thing, which is also cool, but I think that is actually kind of exciting, and it, it leaves a lot of questions open with like, oh, well, so what happened to that version of Loki? Yeah. Really cool. Hulk goes and gets the Time Stone from the Ancient One. I there. loved this this whole interaction. I also just really like Doctor Strange, the movie. So seeing the ancient one again was really cool. First time watching it, I was kind of like, damn, that was almost too easy to get the stone from her. Like, but then it, it makes so much sense because he's basically she's just, trying to protect. The yeah. She's, from... she's trying to protect the stone. And then, and then Hulk's like, well, why would Dr. Strange give up the stone? And then she's like, actually like, what the hell? And she's like, yeah, she's, she's like, like doctors, you know, Stephen Strange is supposed to be the best of us. Which I really like because that's not something that they ever really touch on. She never tells him much about his because she can't. You know, you can't tell somebody about their own future because then it won't happen. Yeah. Come back later. But I like, I think this adds a new wrinkle for Doctor Strange too. She is almost like saying like, it's been destiny that Doctor Strange has to be the one. I wonder if there's like a bigger presence that they have to thwart off that only he will be able to do that she knows will come, but she can't warn him about in the first doctor strange because like her look is like shock. Like why would, why would he do that? Like, like what you said, like he's supposed to be the best of us. Mm -hmm. It it must be like, I wonder if it's going to pay off in a way of just like, now's the time. Like there's a reckoning coming and doctor strange is going to be the only person who can help us out of it. I mean, that may have been in this movie though, because could be with like yeah with the end game stuff if you think about it in infinity war he he, not thanos spares tony's life yeah he knows tony needs to be alive and he tells dr strange saves the entire universe yeah all of this is because of dr strange Mm -hmm. he's the only one who could have looked to the future and known how to have to defeat it so even though it looks like shit in infinity war (laughs) he saved he saved everybody yeah he really did it this is dr strange's movie He's the real hero in all of this. Yeah, he said he said he really is. He, yeah, no, he actually really is. Like, there's a lot of characters that get their moment, and he is really the. This is his plan. Like, there's so many plans and stuff like this and that, but like, all along, this was Doctor Strange's plan on how to save everyone. And uh, and th- and they do establish in that scene, like, if you take the time, if you take the the stones and you don't bring them back, like, let's say you take the stones stones back to your time and you die you yeah. destroy all these other realities like you have right. to bring the stones she's back like, to the without our like greatest defense we're gonna fall into like an even like darker timeline where like there will be you know millions suffering on yeah. this planet like forever because which all... almost like alludes to like the dormammu trying to like invade and you know take over the planet and bring it into like the dark dimension yeah so yeah, that's three of the stones were in New York, and then they branch off into I guess three three separate teams. Oh, it's kind of two, but really three. Yeah. So Rocket and Thor go to they go back to Thor: The Dark World. They go Which, Asgard 2013. I think it, even on the first showing, I leaned over to you. I went, "Great, now we're back in Thor: The Dark." World. I know. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> and cool. Uh, <laughs> also funny, Natalie Portman's in the movie, but they said they yeah. just they just used unused footage from Thor two. Like yeah, she and then they superimposed Rocket, Rocket Raccoon into, in the yeah. background. I mean, them getting the the ether in this was like almost like a cakewalk. Like there really wasn't much for them to do in this, but 
I love this moment. The day that they come back is the is the day that Thor's mom dies, and he has this really really sweet interaction with his mom, and kind of gets to say a lot of things that he didn't get to say before she yeah, died. Yeah, that was and really really cool. sweet. And she has, I think, my, one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. She says to him, like, few people ever become the person that they're supposed to be. Yeah, and and what it's, makes you a true hero it, it, is being being like being successful as the person who you are you are something, yeah, something, something like along that. those lines yeah up until this point he's like he's having like panic attacks and he's i mean he's, he's fat now and and he's uh like super depressed and like he actually looks like the big lebowski like he looks like the dude and tony stark even makes a big lebowski reference to him he's like 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 move over Lebowski or something like that. Like yeah, he looks so like was, disheveled I, in this that movie. That was really funny. He gets this, you know, this really nice moment with his mom that almost like snaps him out. And then right before they're about to leave with the ether, he holds his hand out and he's like, wait a minute. And they wait a second. The hammer flies like, cause it's, that it's, was it's, really it's, cool. It's before too. Hela destroys the, uh, you know, right. Mjolnir. He's, he's back and, in time. And, and the hammer comes back to him and he's, and he's like, Oh my God, I'm still worthy. Yeah. And he, and he gets, and he gets the hammer. And that was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. That's yeah. like the best thing about go- them going back was him getting in the hammer. The back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, so that was awesome. Then the other two teams that go are Nebula, Nebula and War Machine. And, yep. And they go back to, what's the name of the planet? I don't know, man. It's like Morag. Morag. I was going to say yeah. like Magnar or something. <laughs> Cash crying. <laughs> but, Make up jargon. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I love when they go back here. Yeah, this is great. Go, going back to them replaying like old scenes yeah. from from pr- past movies. They they replay the come and get your love scene from Guardians of the Galaxy, which now it's like, oh man, that scene's so good. And watching it, you're like, this is a really cool scene. Like you hear the music and everything. But then this movie makes you actually think about it, and you're like, oh yeah, he is just a guy wearing headphones and singing and dancing alone, yeah. like on a planet. Because they cut to like where Nebula and War Machine are, and they're looking at him and. It's him just no music, just going, come and get your love. He's, yeah, he's spinning around. He's sliding. And, and, and War Machine goes, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so he's an idiot. And <laughs> this got the biggest laugh out of me because they show him multiple times in Guardians of the Galaxy, like sliding while like listening to the music. Yeah. They show it without music, him sliding. And he's got just the biggest smile on his face. Like, yep. he just looks so happy. And they just punch him out. Yeah. War Machine and just knocks him out one hit. I started, I started <laughs> dying. And I think me laughing hard made you laugh even harder. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah it just, it just started a uh, trickle down effect. <laughs> But very good. This this is actually important though because this sets a lot of the climax in motion. Oh yeah, yeah. Ne- Nebula's back. Huge turning point. Yeah, Nebula's back in 2014. You know, past Nebula is still there, and they they share the same like hardware or whatever you want to call it programming with all their their weird parts and all that stuff. So the uh, past Nebula, the one that is still loyal to her dad, basically malfunctions, and present day Nebula's memories come out of like the viewfinder, or whatever you want to call it, hologram that past Nebula has. Yeah, and Thanos basically gets to watch his daughter's memories, and he gets to see basically like they're here because I succeeded and I got all the stones. Right. And, they, and, and Thanos even watches himself get de- decapitated, which is crazy. Yeah, and, I like that. Though. Yeah, that and you cool. know, and you know what though? My, my, oh man, I love the line too. He gets decapitated, and he says, "And right there, that's that's destiny fulfilled." Like he's not even yeah. like he doesn't even, he like, doesn't even give a shit. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like, like yep, yep. That that means I did it. Yep. Good job, me. Yep. <laughs> and uh, 
No, I love I love that. But basically, before present day Nebula can get back in time, they capture her, and basically they do a swap where they send the past Nebula back to present day, and that is not good. No, it's not. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. I I love that they did that though because you know with having decapitated Thanos, it's like what is the real threat here in this movie now? Mm-hmm. So. Adding this foil and now past Thanos is hot on the tail of future Avengers. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't see it coming. And I didn't see it coming either. And also there's a lot of things in this movie that like I really appreciate. Something that I hate in a lot of com- like comic book movies is I could finish you off right now, but I'm going to like monologue and like yeah. I'm going I'm to, you know, toy with you and this and that. And like all this stuff where it's like so theatrical that it doesn't make sense that's why i really like in the beginning when thor just chops off his head it's so like it's just like no you're done i'm fucking killing you now at the same token this version of thanos at this timeline comes through before ronan has failed him yes exactly so there's a part where he sends nebula and she's like what are you gonna do And he's like i'm gonna wait here you bring me my infinity stones and i kept thinking i'm like because this is before everyone failed him like right. it's not until Ronan fails where he's like, Fine, and I'm in Guardians, do it myself. when we meet Ronan, Nebula and Gamora are already on his ship. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought that was smart. They they really paid attention to like how the characters were at that time, like bringing yeah. them back and stuff like that. That was super cool. And then that brings us to our last Infinity Stone on Bormir. Yeah. Well, actually, we didn't wrap up where they get the Tesseract from. Oh yeah, no, we didn't. We'll go back yeah. to that after Vormir. Okay. But. Man, this scene, yeah, right. one, as soon as I realized the team that was going there to get the Soul Stone, I was just like, oh, I know who's dying now. Did you actually know? I did. Really? I didn't want to ruin it for you in the theater, but I don't know if you heard me when when they were splitting up the teams. I went, oh, no. Oh, I think I did hear you say that. but Because I fucking knew. Because if you think about it, so Hawkeye and Black Widow are on their path over there. I When that happened, I was like, oh, no. Black Widow's gonna die because Hawkeye has his family and everything. Not that he, not that he's the one who's like, you know, like, oh, I got a family, you should die. But just thinking about it in terms of like the writing and everything, she has no family. Her family is the Avengers, and it was basically established earlier on. This is all she's got now, and she's been living for this moment, like to uh, some way that she can gain retribution. And early on in like Avengers and like early movies and stuff, she's been talking about like her ledger being in the red for like all the horrible things she's done. So if she can do something big and powerful to kind of like, you know, save more lives than she's ever damaged or killed or hurt, then it had to be her. It could it it couldn't be anybody else. It had to be her to make the sacrifice. Yeah, man. And I'm going to say when we get our Black Widow movie, which I'm assuming now is a prequel. Uh, yeah, it would uh, be a very boring sequel. <laughs> her laying on the ground. Right. When we get our Black Widow prequel, I think it's going to mean even more. Like I think it's I think I think that Black Widow prequel, like I'm very excited for it. But I think you're going to be sitting there knowing you know, almost like the same way that we felt when we went and saw Fighting With My Family, knowing that that person's future makes the things at that time even more sad. That was something that I, I couldn't believe. That death almost when it happened, I couldn't even process it at first. I was kind of like, what happened? Like, no. <laughs> like, because I, yeah, I was I was, wait, I was waiting for, for Haw- Hawkeye to go. Like, Hawkeye's never really been like that. Like, he's never been a character that never, anyone really likes. They, they've never really given him his moment. And I... 
I thought that Hawkeye was going to go. I that that's that's honestly that would have been the easy way to go out, and I'm glad they didn't because this is this is way more heart wrenching having Black Widow go out. Yeah, and also Jeremy Renner acts the shit out of it too. Like when when they're hanging off the cliff and she's like, "Just let me go," and he's like, "No." And then when he wakes up and he's got the stone. He's not even happy that he's got the stone. It's such a contrast from when they do the yeah. same thing in Infinity oh, War. And Thanos so... gets the when when Hawkeye yeah. has the the Soul Stone, he's he's just heartbroken. He's a wreck, yeah. yeah, I mean, at this point in his timeline, he lost his entire family and now his best friend. Mm-hmm. And not you know not that the other Avengers aren't there for him, but it's not the same. Same, yeah, yeah. Crushing to watch this guy go through all of this pain yeah. and loss. That's that's another like another moment for you with with every character that. You just you're just feeling oh, like this whole movie just hits you in the feels one after another, and then we're about to get to another one where we said that the the Tesseract got taken by Loki, so they're like they go back to 1970 where the Tesseract and Pym particles were in the same place. Yeah, so they they go back and yeah, Captain America gets the Pym particles. Michael Douglas shows up. Yeah, uh, they de-aged. de-aged them and it looks flawless also. Yep. And then Tony goes to get the Tesseract, and he runs into his dad. Well, bef- how about before this, real quick, just a little shout-out. We see our final Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. The last yeah. one. That was sad. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. He's in a car driving past the military base. He's like, hey, man, make love, not war. Yeah. And Which just- I thought was, you know, is really good. Yeah. It was just really good seeing him again. He- that that was good. I wonder if they're ever going to do... Have them in like I don't know what they're gonna do. No, probably I, not. Then they were pretty. They were. Oh, they pretty say, stern they say about that? this is the this last, last one. One. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. All the more reason why. Far from home, you're not a part of this. this. <laughs> you can't be Phase Three. <laughs> but yeah, t- Tony Stark gets a moment with his his dad. This is super crucial to the end too. This is yeah. This is this is crucial to the end, and it's this this might make me crushing. tear up just talking about it because they they set it up in Civil War too the regret that he has like never being able to like really connect with his father. He's always felt like distant. And even when his father was alive, like he was less like a party boy. Like he didn't really give a shit about anything. And, you know, he always felt like his dad cared more about like his work and stuff like that. So for him to go back and like see his father, like one, it like, you know, shook him and like took him, took him aback just to see him. And then, uh, you know, getting to talk to him, like we found, we find out why Tony knows where they are and that they're there at the same time. It's because his mother was pregnant with him. Yeah. At that time, and then like just in talking to his dad and hearing like how like nervous but excited he was to like be a dad. But like, there's two lines that like really like hit me. The one was, um, you know, I used to think my dad was hard on me. Yeah. And then he says, but now all I just think about is the like the, good, the times. good times. And yeah. um, and the the other line, uh. Is the one that his dad, his dad says, says in the elevator. Like, which one were you thinking of? The I'm one- thinking it's like, oh, because Tony says like, oh, or I have a daughter. I yeah. Have a daughter or whatever. Because he just wants to tell his dad like, but he, you know, he can't say like, oh, you're a grandfather. But yeah. it's like, he like says it in a way. He's like, I have to tell, I have to tell you so that you know, like, so like him in that moment, just like having to like spit it out. Like, oh, I have a daughter. That way it's like almost like his way of saying like, oh, you have a granddaughter. Like, yeah, I would, I've never been able to tell you. I haven't, you know, you've been dead for so long. Mm-hmm. But um, in that he's like, oh, wish, uh, wish had a daughter. Less of a chance that they'll turn out more exactly like me. And he's like, what would be so bad about that? He's like, let's just say like I rarely put 
the better good before my own self-interest. Yeah. Which we, we see in Tony in Iron Man 1 until he ends up in the cave and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, until that point, he was just like, you know, playboy billionaire didn't worry about what his work actually meant and then like we finally see a turn and then to see like maybe his father had that thought but just never acted on it and like to see like the difference between like tony's path and his father's path and just to yeah i'm out yeah it's crazy it's such a good scene the the other two things i loved in this i love because we said like i feel like there was always like kind of a, a feeling of like tony i don't know if he resented his dad but always just he never knew if his dad like really like loved him like all that much or whatever like because yeah. he always put his work before oh, everything yeah. and, then exactly and then he and then he and then he says now. like that kid, my like my child hasn't even been born yet and i'd, I'd do anything for him already yeah there's nothing i wouldn't do, do for, for him. him yeah yeah and man that 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 hit me hard and then um this is a fan service moment but uh I loved where he's he's getting back in the car. His his uh his dad and yeah. he, and he's like his driver. If I, if I if I met that before and his driver is like you meet a lot of people and then he's like he says something like okay Jarvis whatever he calls him Jarvis yeah and yeah, it's his like Jarvis it's like this is that moment where like you could put together that Tony Stark's father's butler was Jarvis and then when he made the AI he named it he after named it after him yeah. yeah cool cool little stuff there yeah. yeah what a what a really cool scene yeah really cool and in that scene. Cap is like hiding out because people have like found out like oh I don't recognize these guys oh I forgot about this too and then he sees Carter yeah like he ends up in her office and sees her also I'd like to say this she's the worst spy ever to not <laughs> notice a full grown man in her office looking at her through a window when, yeah really and she's like basically standing next to it almost <laughs> facing it directly yeah worst spy ever. worst spy ever <laughs> yeah man like they go back they go back everyone's broken up because they find out about Black Widow. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's some rough stuff. Oh there. man, I love Jeremy Renner's acting too, where he's like, he's really good. Yeah, and, and and basically like he's like, we can't bring her back, and then Thor's like, what? What do you mean like, like we're the Avengers, we're gonna bring him back, and then he just goes ape shit on Thor, and he's like, he's like, you go up there and you find that floating man, and you tell him that, and he's screaming yeah. at him. So why don't yeah. you take your hammer, you fly here, you talk to him. Yeah, he's just getting pissed. And pissed. Then, uh, Hulk throws a fucking bench like. <laughs> really <far>. across the <laughs> earth yeah. like, <laughs> i feel like jeremy renner has always been kind of like i don't want to say typecast or whatever as like the guy who can't really like, he'll never be the leading guy in a movie or whatever he but he was in wind river and he was excellent in that and seeing yeah. his acting in this movie i'm like I, I need to see more jeremy renner because man he's he's really great oh yeah i would watch a hawkeye movie oh yeah me too Especially yeah. because like the new comics of Hawkeye are great. Like I think they could do some really awesome stuff with them. And then man, him especially and- if you pepper in like another character, him like- in this movie is so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, no. So they have all the Infinity Stones. We need to make Nat's death, Black Widow's death, uh, worth it. So yeah. they Tony Tony makes a, a a new gauntlet out of at a I don't know what he calls it, nanotech or something shit like yeah, whatever like the, whatever what the new he, Iron Man suit. Yeah, is. Yeah, what he makes the suit with. Yeah. So and, it can kind of like morph and it can kind of like change how he needs it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he makes a new gauntlet. Love the way it looks. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, it looks really, really cool. cool. This this is something that I think might be a nitpick in the movie. Okay. I'm ready. They have, um they established like, you know, like human can't do it. Not strong enough. The snap will kill them. Yep. Thor is like, I've got to do it. It's like mainly gamma radiation. Like I, I feel Hulk. Like, who did I say? Thor. Thor. Yeah, Thor said, wants to. Do Thor it, wants to but do he's it. He's a mess, and they're just like, "No, nah, dude, like you can't. Like well, you're I, you're not good right now." Yeah. So they they have they have the Hulk do it because they say like the radiation's mainly gamma, like almost like he's like I, I think I was like born. He's for like this. I was basically made for, for this, this moment. Yeah. yeah. So so the Hulk does the gauntlet, and it like really messes him up. 
Why couldn't Thor do it though? So if you if you notice, they're very specific with the wording on like how to use the glove. Like because when Hulk finally has it or he's about to put it on, they Cap says it's like remember we're just bringing everybody back to now. So so it sounds like the way that it works is you need to feel it and you need to think it because also later he's saying he's like I tried you know I tried to bring Nat back. Yeah. With the, with the gauntlet and it just wouldn't let me. It sounds like you need to concentrate and like you need to think it. And it's almost like you're just making a wish and then snapping your fingers. Mm-hmm. So I think there's concern that Thor was so like fragile in his like mental state and he was obviously drunk that it's like <laughs> we don't want to put the gauntlet on this guy because you know what else is on his plate right now? Like, yeah, is he going to think the right way to do the right thing. Like he's going to be like, Oh, bring everybody back to now. But is he going to like also end up messing up some other timeline? Is he going to mess up something or other? Like, is it going to undo or think about his like mom or something like that? Is it going to undo okay. the lot la- or is he going to snap? And he's like, just bring us back to the last five years. Cause he wants to redo the battle and actually kill Thanos. Like you run a risk that he's not going to have the right mindset and not be even fully conscious of his own thinking mm-hmm. and accidentally do something that maybe is not as bad as the original snap, but it's not going to get them the result that they, they actually want. want. Okay. I can see that. I thought that too. I was like, he's the God of thunder. He could, he could do it. Well, but, I also yeah. think it's important to note this now because it'll come into play later. I don't think that this quote gauntlet that they made, cause I've heard some people rumbling, like how come like Thanos had to get it made by like, in like that star and everything to, to create the gauntlet to harness the power. But like Tony Stark can just make a gauntlet and it's fine. Yeah. It, it seems to me clear that it doesn't handle it nearly as well as the infinity gauntlet did because when Thanos puts it on, like it channels the power, but it doesn't start burning them up or anything like that. When he like first puts it on, it's only when he uses it that it messes him up. Yeah. As soon as Hulk puts it on, it just starts burning up his arm and skin. I don't think that Iron Man's tech is strong enough to actually fully harness and protect the user from it. And I think that's very important later on in the movie. Yeah. I'm yeah. just I'm, I'm, I'm trying, trying to think a... of the moments in this movie when because Thanos does get the gauntlet on. I'm trying to think if it if it fucks him up when he when he puts it on. He he barely yeah, he doesn't have it on for too long, and then he takes a stone out. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. I don't remember either. Like, you know what? I got to see it again. I probably will. Fourth time's the charm. Fifth time, baby. Because <laughs> I want to see it in 3D, and I want to oh, see it see in 3D. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to skip 3D. Nah, I just have to. I'm throwing all my money at this. Also, I don't pay for it, so. <laughs> AMC, baby. AMC. A-list. Yeah, no, so they, they make the gauntlet, so Hulk puts the gauntlet on. It burns off, like you said. He snaps. Yep. Oh, this is such a good moment. This is such right a good moment. So, like, the, the all, like, the hangar doors for, like, the, the Avengers, like, compound are, like, down to, like, prevent, like, an explosion or whatever, something like that. Yeah. And they come up, and it's, like, bright out, and you hear, like, birds chirping and stuff. And Scott... Yeah. Scott Ant-Man it's looks like, out the window and he's like, but you, I think we did it. And, the, and you uh, also hear a phone, you hear phone, phone buzz. Oh, that gave me, and, that gave me chills yeah. there. Back to Hawk, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye, amazing acting. Hawkeye walks up to the, to the phone the and the emotion camera pans. And the way he answers. He doesn't even say full words. Yeah. He's like, hun. Yeah. Like, he, he's it, like, he like, he's like, he can't even really phone. get out, get out his words. He's just so like, and he's like crying. Yeah. And he's, he's just, and the yeah, way, and the way they do this scene is so smart because you see the picture on the phone. 
and it's and it's his wife. Yeah. And he picks up the phone and he says like, "Hun," and I don't know if you ever hear her or not. No. But it's it's crazy though because like, oh shit, do they do it? And then immediately like Thanos, because because Nebula, bad Nebula, who's in the present, brings Thanos back into like you yeah. know from from twenty fourteen into present day and left and left future Nebula in the past. Well, she didn't even leave her in the past. She just left her on the ship, which is now right. floating above them. Like, right. and they, so and they now, don't even know now it. they're all in the same time. And Thanos' yeah. ship, which is flying above them in present day, just bombs the shit out of the Avengers compound. So just like, like way bombs it. Yeah, like like no one should be alive. <laughs> that that was something that's that, a little suspension of disbelief. That's, there. Yeah, honestly, like it's hard for me to be like so many. Of them come on, died. but but that was one thing that I'm like because there's a lot of people in that compound that are that are there that don't actually have superpowers. War Machine. Yeah. Uh, like Ant Man is not you know impenetrable to like all that you yeah know? so I was, that's why like I I actually thought Ant Man was gonna die there because he almost just takes the force of a rocket to him <laughs> like it's crazy yeah no no big deal yeah NBD but yeah so like the whole compound gets bombed they're all like under the the rubble and like uh, bombed to oblivion like yeah, it looks crazy. like it's another planet like so many bombs that it creates like a crater and just reshapes the earth around them <laughs> it's like crazy it's uh it's really cool they, though they show like a way like to a, change the setting without actually going they, anywhere yeah, yeah they really do they show kind of like a wide shot from like far out of like the compound yeah. but it's just like a massive explosion like mushroom cloud type thing you're like yeah whoa. <laughs> like whoa fuck yeah they really really we're just like fuck the avengers <laughs> he does not like the avengers no so thanos comes down and he's basically just like nebula give me give me my gauntlet yeah i'm just gonna, just I'm just gonna wait here it's gonna wait here so like a lot of the characters so i'm so escaping. badass about that too he's like such a mob boss yeah like he's like you go do my dirty work i'm gonna be here and when they come i'm gonna fuck them up she's she says she's like what are you gonna do and he just goes wait yeah and uh wait. and then this is this is kind of like i guess this is the moment that everyone's there for i oh. get i guess but like the whole movie up until this point has just been like a like treat to watch yeah but then i wrote down fuck yeah showdown yeah fuck this yeah this, this is like some old west style like just meet at high noon and oh. this this i'm gonna say this right now and i was i had this in my notes to say during our non-spoiler but i thought it may have been a spoiler so i didn't say it this is the greatest superhero throwdown of all time absolutely <laughs> one million percent yes and uh I love this 3000. Yes, I love this 3000 too. And this is crazy. It basically ends up being Thanos versus Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Yeah, and the OG, the, the OG, OG and, squad. And, and Thor's wielding both Stormbreaker and Molnar, which is awesome. Yeah, he, yeah, man. And, uh, so good. And also, Thanos is like, like a little monologue right before they start fighting is crazy. He's like, yeah. you know what? Like, I thought that, uh, wiping out like half of like all of life would have, uh, made you guys like appreciate life but like you guys can't let go of the past so i'm just gonna like wipe out everything in the universe to like just recreate it just recreate everything and then they're like no one will no one will know the wiser they won't know of the pain of the loss of their old world all they'll know is what they were given yeah and yeah it's so uh, crazy because then it basically makes it so it's like you just taught past thanos a lesson that even if he's successful in his dream he was doing the wrong thing back then he's like you know what you showed me. I did. I shouldn't have just wiped out half the earth. You, you guys proved a point to me that that was the wrong thing to do. Now I'm gonna do something way worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill everybody. I think that's why, like this one, you're like he really is like because you can kind of empathize, not empathize with him, but like you can see where he's coming from a little bit in the first movie. Yeah, and then in this one, you're like he's this, full. This blown. is why they call you the Mad Titan. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's full you're, blown you're insane. Fucking yeah, 
awesome. Yeah. So cool. And yeah. he's and now he's got a weapon. He's got full armor because at this point he doesn't even have a gauntlet. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's just that's also another thing that's cool. You can really see how strong Thanos is, like younger Thanos, even though he's really not that much older in Infinity War. But it's like you see how strong Thanos is without Infinity Stones in this movie. Yeah, and he's holding his own. But man, as soon as they start and like Cap throws the shield and he's like deflected and like they're all just spinning around like surrounding him and like Iron Man's blasting and he's deflecting that and it's shooting off in all different directions. Oh, dude, it looks so crazy. It, it does look awesome. Oh, it's so good. And uh, I'm not, we're not gonna, we don't need to go beat for beat for the whole battle and everything like that, but there's a few key there's, points and, oh. and, uh, I know this. I just is, got this, chills because I know what is, we're about to say. This is this is the part that like every time I've seen it. This this is every time we've I've seen this part. Oh, this is the part in the nuts. theater. Every every time I've seen it, every, people have been oh like people like you hear people around the theater just talking like oh my god like what the hell yeah. But when we saw it the first time, people went just insane. Insane. I never and, heard a reaction like yeah. that until like fifteen minutes later. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, at that moment it was so bananas. Uh, uh, Thanos knocks down Thor, and at this point Iron Man's already knocked out. And yeah, he's I, and, and I think out. I think uh, and Cap was Cap was, Cap knocked was out. fucked up yeah. over the side. So um so so Thanos has has Thor knocked down, and he's got and Thanos has Stormbreaker. Yeah, because Thor went to have Stormbreaker come, and then Thanos turns and sees it coming, grabs it, and then starts to bury it in his chest. Yeah. Which is interesting because that Thanos didn't know that that's how Thor decapitated him. Well, or, not decapitated, but in Infinity oh, yeah, War when he right. buries it in his chest and now it's coming full circle in the reverse. Yeah. And now he's putting it in his chest same way. Mm-hmm. And then off in the distance, like just a close up of Mjolnir, you see it like kind of like wiggle and lift off the ground a little bit. So, of course, we're led to believe like, oh, shit, Thor, he forgot Thor's, about that. Yeah. Thor's has got it coming to him, and then you I'm, see. I'm literally getting chills. I know, right me now. too. <laughs> and then, and then you see Mjolnir fly by, hit Thanos, zoom back, come back, and then Captain America catches. I just got chills. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I said it in our spoiler-free episode. The second time seeing that moment, I knew it was coming. I still got chills, and at that point, I'd gotten chills so many times. I'm like, this is ridiculous that I tried to fight it. And in fighting it, it made it worse. And I tingled so hard, like through my whole body and like in my thighs, like in my legs, it, it made my balls tingle. And I was like, this is insane. Like, I, I can't believe this moment is bringing me this much joy. Yeah, it is fucking. And then as soon as he gets oh, that, man, and, and the... he's got this look on his face, he looks mean. He looks mean. And he's got the shield in one arm and he's got the fucking hammer. And he just has this look and then he's just whooping whooping ass and, and you know and what like Thanos cannot catch our breath he's, he's getting rocked. he's going straight up like fighter game combos on this guy like yeah, he's throwing like, he's throwing the, the shield and the I hammer off rage the shield quit. I would have rage quit immediately oh dude that moment that is so good and that's another play off of event the first Avengers when Thor's like you want me to bring the hammer down and he brings it down on Captain America's shield and it creates like this like sonic like boom that like knocks everybody back mm-hmm. so him playing off of that that memory of like oh yeah and he like throws his shield and like Thanos deflects it, but not realizing like that was the plan the whole time anyways. And then he throws the hammer at the shield and it creates that boom and it throws him off balance. And then when he has the hammer back, he just rocks him in the fucking dome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. Oh. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing. Oh, and then, so good. 
And then, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of really he he uses he like brings down like the like lightning on him and stuff like oh that. It's so God, sick, dude! Oh. It's so amazing. That was I, that was I the go part. See this movie right now. When, it's when, like eleven o'clock at night. We're recording this. I'm gonna go catch a show. We were we were um getting dinner with Brianna. I'm in this this Japanese like thing, like getting sushi. Yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm like, and then the hammer comes back and it's fucking Captain America with the the hammer. And I'm, oh, like, I'm getting so good. And I, I'm getting so excited just like talking about it and. Yeah, man, you feel like you feel like a kid with with this movie. It's just amazing. Man, I really don't want to go beat for beat for this scene, but there's so much importance in it. Yeah, because then finally, like Thanos, like gets a comeback and he starts. He gets pissed because he just got robbed. Oh, and th- this is badass too. Thanos has kind of like this like Darth Maul like like double bladed like, sword, sword yeah. and he just hacks. Cap's got the the shield up and he just breaks. From the yeah, he just breaks the shield that's like from down. The comics. Thanos Thanos actually breaks Captain America's shield in, oh, that's in the cool. comics. So I, I, I really liked that that homage. And he like fucks him up, and almost you get a moment where you think he's gonna like pop up and be like. I could do this all day again. I'm so yeah. glad they didn't because something way better happens. And and you know what? There was a lot of speculation in this movie. We've talked about it. Like who's going to, who's going to die? Like people have to die. Like we said, like Stakes pe- gotta people, be high. people have to die in this movie because then it's going to undercut infinity war. And, and we, there's a lot of like Captain America might die. Like, and, and this is like, I feel like this is like Thanos brings down his whole army. Like it's insane. Like the, the, all the people, all his creatures, minions, Proxima Midnight, Corvus Glaive, Black Dwarf, Ebony Maw, like everyone's there, and uh, it's just Captain America by like by himself. And he, yeah. and he, and he, he tightens up the shield, and that's a scene from the, that's a scene from the the, the trailers. Also, the music going on in this part, like I was, I was sitting there, like I, I've never liked Captain America, but he's a, he's about to die. Like I don't know if I'm ready for this, and yeah. and then you hear you hear through his like radio intercom type thing. I'm getting chills talking about this right now too. Oh my oh. God. And, uh, and then you so hear, you hear, you Fal- hear Falcon and he says, he says, um, cap on your left, which do you know about that? Yep. From winter, throw back from winter soldier. Yep, when he's when passing him. America's keeps passing him. He on says on your left. And, um, and Ugh, then a por- chills, portal chills. portal opens up behind him. It's one of Dr. Strange, like time portal type things. And yep. black Panther, Shuri and, Okay, or, or I don't know how, yeah, you I don't know how to say her name. I uh, apologize. They, yeah, they, but they all walk out, and it's not even like it's not even like the music's like swelling at this point. It's just silent, like really, like there's like a little faint music in the background, but he just walks out, and people yeah, lost people their mind insane. in the theater for insane. this. And uh, Falcon flies out, and literally every character from fucking ever shows up. Yeah, you see all of these, ev- all of these yeah. portals opening up, all the rings and stuff. And man, in this moment, people were like losing their minds because you see Doctor Strange come through, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" And you see all the Guardians who dusted come back, and everyone's like, "Oh!" Peter Parker. Oh, when Spider-Man. that happened, that was the loudest I've ever heard a movie theater get. Yeah, because when he swings in, people were already going crazy. I I was already like, "Wow!" People are so loud right now. Mm-hmm. It got it was louder than the movie. Yeah, like overpowering, and we were in a place that has like probably the, nicest, the best sound yeah. system we've ever heard in a movie theater. Yeah, and people were like shaking the walls in just cheers, and like ugh, it was epic. <laughs> it was epic so is good. the only word for it. Um, just everybody coming through. It was ugh. what I wanted to. Just, I wanted to say this to you uh, during the odd spoiler, but remember when it was like a big deal that there was like nine A listers on the screen at once for Civil War? Yeah. And now there's oh, like yeah. 40. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How crazy is that? You know, it's funny. I wrote that down too, because like 
I feel like when Civil War came out, people were just like, oh, some Civil War, there's like, it's like a 10, 10 person fight, like who gives a shit or whatever. This is, this is a war. Yeah. This is a war. Because like all the Asgardians come through, all of like the- Wakanda. All Wakanda, of Wakanda. Yeah. yeah the, like... the monks from Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. they're all coming through. You have- Everybody, all, all, everybody, all of the characters from Ragnarok, like all the people on like the the, the planet, like yeah. I saw the there's that one like crab guy that's got like swords for arms or whatever. That's yep. in, I saw him. Now I don't know if you know this. You know where I'm going with this? I don't know. Hit me, hit did me did you something. see? Did you see who they brought back for this? Did you did you see? Did you catch it? It's in the scene when when Wasp comes out. Wasp comes out on the right in the background. Caught this on my third viewing. The back on the right. Howard the Duck comes out. Oh, no, I missed that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. He was there. He's there. And you can find it on YouTube. That's amazing. It's, I told Ryan about it in the car, and he was like, really? And then he looked up on YouTube, and he's like, oh, here it is. And he paused it. You see Howard the Duck walking out. That's great. I need to I need Howard to Howard the Duck that. is in the MCU, people. Well, he had been. He was in a Yeah, he was in Guardians. Yeah, yeah he's, in, he's in Guardians. But yeah, like, they actually, like, He's, I guess he's like kind of an Avenger. Like, like that's kind of crazy to think great. about. Oh wow! But, but yeah, it's 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 funny because on my third viewing, I'm like, I've seen these scenes a lot. I want to look for who's in the background. And yeah, so Howard Howard the Duck comes out, and then like literally, this is this is literally the oh shit goes nuts. This shit. is like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King level mayhem. Mayhem, like, yeah, it's so cool. Now, now I'll say this, and this is I'm I'm gonna say this real quick, but um, when I went and saw this movie the third time with my friend, who's a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, and he's also a huge Avengers fan, and I was I've seen a lot of people like because this weekend was basically Avengers and basically like the big battle like this the big like Minas Tirith level battle for Game of Thrones like people have been waiting for this shit for a really long time, and um I I, I enjoy Game of Thrones but I'm not caught up I've watched only maybe like ten episodes total like all over the place like I know what's going on but I don't really pay too much attention to the show I don't watch it yeah so I just I. I watch more movies than TV shows. I can't commit to TV shows. <laughs> I say that all the time. Like the only TV show I've ever committed to is The Office. But yeah. um, I asked. I was like, wh- "Who did it? Who did it better? Like, wh- like, wh- what did you appreciate more? Like the the Game of Thrones battle? I think it's called Winterfell or or Endgame." And then he was like, "Endgame, hundred percent. It's it's so much better." I thought that was that was kind of crazy because I know they're they're both like huge beloved franchises. But this is yeah. literally the, one of the greatest throwdowns you're ever gonna see ever, and. It's just nuts. Like Ant Man is giant Ant Man, and you know those flying things from the first Avengers movie. He just punches one out of the yeah, air. Like awesome, <laughs> dude. There's so many great things in this. When when Spider Man finds Tony, mm-hmm. and he's telling him like all about like the dusting. So like, oh, it's crazy. We were on this the planet, and you remember like I, like, I teared I up for that. Sort of turned to dust. I did too. Yeah, I was just gonna say uh, that that uh, almost made me cry. And again, it's going back to like that father son like dynamic that they have, and just like them being back, like ah, such a good, such a good beat there, and like <clears throat> yeah, yeah, didn't feel out of place in that, and and you know like so in all the rubble, like Hawkeye lands with the uh, with the gauntlet mm-hmm. or the, our new gauntlet, the Iron Man gauntlet, yeah, and um, I I actually really liked what they did there with like almost like this kind of like hot potatoing of the gauntlet like between the characters. I thought that was like a really cool thread through this battle scene. Yeah. They really like I said they give everyone like a little bit of a moment through all this and yeah, um, yeah for real. I, there's a lot of like again linking back to old movies like Spider-Man when he has it and he's getting attacked by everybody and he's like activate instant, instant kill. kill from Homecoming. Yeah. From Homecoming. I, I love I, that. That was awesome and it's just like 
stabbing people in the <laughs> eye and shit. And, like it's crazy. That was cool. And then I, I'm not a huge Scarlet Witch fan. Just she, be- she sh- she's, she's shown taking him to the limit. Yeah, that so she, had, much she had a really so, great moment in this. So much so that he's he says like rain fire, and they're like, but our troops. He's like, just do it. Yeah. He's he feels himself. He's like, oh, I'm about to lose. Yeah. Like I I don't care if you kill all of our men. Make that ship drop bombs on us again. <laughs> yeah. He's like, because I'm going to die right now. Yeah. Thought that was really cool. I li- she was like. I like the lines between the two of them. And she's like, yeah. she's like, you took everything from me. And he goes, like, I, don't he goes I don't even you. know you. And she goes, you will. And then yeah. she just starts messing up his day. Fucking him up. Because yeah. he doesn't know that she has the power of an infinity stone. That's yeah. what her power is, mm-hmm. basically. I like I like they they uh, had Gamora and Star-Lord reconnect. Oh, and, that was a really funny and, moment, and this too. Is, he had a good is, line there. This is something that I love. I said this like. Don't bring Gamora back. I love Gamora, but don't bring her back. Like, just don't. Like, he. That's gonna piss me off because it yeah. was such a powerful moment in Infinity War. And they they find a way to bring her back, but it's not the same Gamora. And it doesn't feel cheap. And it doesn't feel cheap. And I think it's gonna set up something for Guardians, Guardians 3, Three, which yeah. we'll get into when we when we finish all this craziness. And uh, and then with that ship firing, it looks like oh man, like the tables have turned now. Like because you start seeing all of our heroes get blown up to bits and stuff and get scattered about, but. All of a sudden, the ship starts firing into the sky. What? <laughs> what is, what is it shooting on? at? Something just entered the atmosphere. Of course, the yes. most powerful thing in the MCU now. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about such an uh, such an OP hero. I, Where do you go from here? I was talking. What, what yeah. is her? Who's the villain for Captain Marvel 2? I mean, I'm getting way ahead, but I'm just kind of like, yeah. You, you, you. I, I think they, they need to nerf her a little bit. I was talking to uh, one of my friends who her reaction um is sent to me for us to read later for the movie. Cool. But um, I was talking to her about the other night, and and I and I said I was like the only one of the only things I don't like about this movie, and it's not really about this movie. It's just I still don't like the Captain Marvel character. It's just not. It's and and it's and not well written. And I, I think, and I told well and I told her why. Like not this movie's fault. No, this but I, fault. I I told her every every Marvel character and, and more so even after watching Endgame, every Marvel character has flaws, has like you know some sort of baggage, has like a tortured past. There's reasons that why you would hate to be that character. Like and you can e- feel for them. And you can yeah you can empathize with them. You can you can you know you see their their flaws, their mistakes, all that. Like every character is like that. Except Captain Marvel, she yeah. is perfect. She has nothing wrong with her. She's the most powerful. She is sarcastic, witty. Like, there's nothing wrong with her. There's nothing yeah. wrong with her. And so uh, she, some memories are foggy. Some memories are foggy. Yeah, and and that's. I'm glad that, in some ways, that she wasn't as big of a plot device in this because yeah. it would have felt cheap. I think in some ways. But part of me feels like, did we even need a Captain Marvel movie? I know she has cr- crucial moments in this, this movie. This solidifies for me my thoughts when we did Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, the movie, should have came out after this. I think you should have seen her come in barely and just wreck house. And you're just like, whoa, that's crazy. How does she do that? And then when you see Captain Marvel, it fills in blanks for you. Yeah. I, that would have made more sense. I think we needed this before we needed Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel should have came out afterwards. That's it. Yeah. That's just is that's just is it. I like that she didn't kill Thanos because like I said, it would have yes. felt unwarranted and stuff. And she, 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 she really deserves no, the I, I will say she really does she she saves the day as much as everyone else. Oh, honestly. for sure. Oh, they, she no sold 
that punch. Oh, that was awesome. Like when she's holding his fist out and he's like, he he's getting like, you know, beat back. And that it's the same thing that Captain America does. But then in that moment, like, cause Captain America's holding him and keeping him from snapping and he's yeah. like holding his hands back. And Thanos kind of like, looks like how the fuck is this man strong enough to do this for me? And then he has to like punch him to get him off of him. So he, same thing, Captain Marvel's got it, and he like gives her this look, and she's just like staring him down, and then he goes and hits her, and she just no sold it. He he headbutts her, and that's she, what and it is. Just, and yeah, and, and he just, just bounces off, and yeah. she she gave no fucks. That was really cool. Yeah. I thought that was a really and, badass and, moment. And, and that moment too, when she she goes to or Thanos goes to snap, and you're like, because he gets the gauntlet back on, and you're like, that you're like, moment, oh, shit. like actual terror. I was I knowing that it's some it's like the like the good guys have to win again but still having seen him win before when he gets that gauntlet on I, or when he was close to getting it chills chills yet again <laughs> i'm like oh my god is he is he gonna get the gauntlet and like they did such a good job like teasing that because it was like far away and then it's like slowly getting closer and closer to him and he's getting closer to it and then it's like it almost got away because she's gonna like go to the van <laughs> and like go through into the um quantum realm, realm and everything yeah. but then he blows it up and then it shoots back it's like there's so such like a cat and mouse thing with the gauntlet in him and it's such a cool way like it plays out and yeah it's, he's he's literally about to snap his fingers you see like his fingers in motion to do the snap and then she she flies up and she grabs him and she she starts bending his fingers back she literally looks like she's gonna break his fingers off like and he looks genuinely yeah. concerned and, and so th- much so this is another like you talk about like great like like kind of like choreography and like set up for like like I just, I love that he pulls the power. It's the power stone, right? Yeah, he pulls, pulls the, power the power stone, stone out, out of the gauntlet, puts it in his other hand, and just fucking punches her and like yeah, and shoots, shoots her. her back. And, and she like has like once he takes it out and puts it in his hand and feels the power, she like looks like oh shit. Yeah, and he rocks her and sends her flying, which is a good way to like, you know, how do you take someone who is so OP'd and take them out of the equation? You hit him with an infinity no, stone, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So I I, I liked that. Yeah, and but, then well before we get here, I do want to ask. How'd you feel about the girl power mo- moment? I, I, I wouldn't say I liked it. I kind of liked it. I, I Here's how here, it, I felt. Let I me, didn't uh, mind it. Something interesting. I don't have a full review from my mother, but my mom texted me like because she also saw it opening night. Not with us, but she texted and was like, oh, did you see it? I'm like, yep. She's like, what did you think? And I'm like, this is this. She said this, this, this. And then she was like that. She's like, I could have done without that like you know the that, girl, power, that moment. girl power moment she's like i felt it was a little bit gratuitous um it it's definitely in your face yeah. and and I it's felt, a cool moment it is for it sure is cool. i this is this is what i'm going to say it's a it's a little it's it's on your nose it's on the nose right for which sure. is some of the problems you, you, that we had with captain marvel you know what they're the doing movie. with it yeah that being said one i watched captain marvel and this is this looks fine compared to captain marvel yes absolutely i will take this any day of the week and i i do like that they have that moment in there and i also like that it's all of them it's it's super cool that it's all of them and and it's a badass looking scene the only thing that's and sad about it is that black widow's not a part of it she really isn't yeah. and she's the forefront of all of it at least in marvel yeah she's the first she's the first female hero in the mcu i think that they could have done it more subtle and it would have been fine yeah but you know i i didn't hate it i didn't hate it i every time i watch i it, didn't hate it either i want to I want to yeah. say that too. I'm just saying, like, could have done without it. I it's, think. I think. Uh, I think it is a little bit on the nose. It is. It is on the nose, and and it's one of those things where I see why they did it. It's 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 on the nose, and you and you, it takes you out of the movie for a moment because you're like, I know what they're doing right now. Yeah, 
And I will say the Russo brothers did it in Infinity War much better. Right. There's a fight between Okoya, uh, Black Widow, and, and Scarlet Witch, and, and Proxima, Proxima Midnight. Midnight. And um, they do it that way, and it just feels very organic and stuff like that. Yeah, it really. They does. could have done it, done it like that, but I mean, it, it really, like I said, like I felt like Captain Marvel was almost like just way too gratuitous with it. Like that it was well, like because that one is like two whole hours of of but, that. but like the music and stuff and that like that, yeah. like this, like I I enjoyed watching it, and I I know a few people that really liked it. Uh, actually, one of my friends actually cried during that moment. <laughs> like, oh, that's sweet. So, I know Megan really loved it. Yeah, like. So I, I didn't I didn't mind it at all. I I knew what they were doing, but 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 back to the matter at hand. Yeah, hand. Yes, the Good hand there. So, Doctor Strange gave me chills. Oh yeah, that was cool. I didn't even think about that part. When, when Tony looks at him, because because now Thanos took a stone out of the gauntlet, so now the gauntlet's not whole for a second. Mm-hmm. And then in that moment, um, Doctor Strange looks over at Tony, and Tony looks at him. And without saying a word, because earlier, earlier when the battle's starting and everything and everybody came back, Tony sees Doctor Strange goes over to him and goes, hey, 14 million, we lose one, one, we win. Tell me this is it. He goes, if I tell you what happens, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And that's it. And then now Tony's looking at Strange. Battle's been fought. Stone's out of the gauntlet for a second. He looks and he, without saying a word, just puts up a finger. Just one. Just one. And that yeah. that's all Tony needed. And he just like gives him that little look and just like this is the one this mm-hmm. is the one where we win oh that gave me oh i'm getting chills again right now i like that a lot because right after right after that happens tony dives in basically wrestles with thanos for only a second thanos just yeah. basically just like bitch slaps him and then tony goes flying yeah. and uh and then thanos like looks at him and he's like like basically just like you don't fucking understand like i am inevitable and he snaps his fingers and then nothing happens. nothing happens and he looks at the gauntlet and they're gone and it c- cuts back to tony and you see like the infinity stones kind of like snapping together on his hand and he goes yeah and i up. am iron man and he, and snaps he snaps his fingers oh. and oh, oh more chills crazy <laughs> more chills nuts that and, that full circle moment of his character being the last line from the movie Iron Man is "I am Iron Man," and now his, his last, last line, line. Oh yeah. Oh dude, it's so fucking good. It's so crazy. fucking good. And and that counter to like "I am inevitable," "I am Iron Man." Apparently, that was added later. Really? That was a that was a late add to the to the thing. So like. The Russo brothers were talking about it, and and you know the writers, they were like, you know, in that moment, Tony, like, it was always going to be like Tony gets Tony gets the stones, he snaps and everything. But in that moment, originally, he didn't say anything. He got the stones, and then he like he paused for a minute, and then he snaps. But then they were like, that doesn't really fit Tony Stark. Like he quips, you know, from beginning to end. Like that's his character, that's his personality. So we needed him to say something and they were like, we went through so many lines and some of them were so cheesy and horrible and others like had meaning, but they just didn't fit. And then he says like somebody's one of the writers. I think he's like, who've been with that. He've been with the Marvel for so long. It's just like, why don't we just bring it full circle and have him say, I am Iron Man. And they were like, call Robert Downey Jr. Like we're shooting this tomorrow. And they set everything up, and they shot it the next day. And goddamn, does it make such a difference? Yeah, I can't imagine this movie without that one line. That line changes everything. Yeah, it's awesome. So, so good. good. 
I wanted to say this too. I really liked that they did it that way where it's like Doctor Strange holds up like the one and he knows it and then it happens super quick because you know Tony Stark's character if it ha- if he had told him way earlier where he's like is this the one and he's like yeah it is he would have had all the time to think about it and you know Tony Stark would have been like think of well you know what maybe I can do it this way this way this way you know what I mean like yeah, he overthought this, it. this this was such a like a like a heat of the moment type thing where he just had to do it yeah, and now or never. Not, yeah, that's why and I feel like that's why Doctor Strange did it did because it right it's then. like almost like, hey, I need to, I need to push him. Like he needs the push to go and do it because at this moment you might feel kind of defeated and especially having lost before. Like it, it almost feels like this, this was the catalyst that Tony needed to know. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. And so uh, yeah, they, they 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 show all the Thanos is basically he snaps away Thanos and his entire army and all. Yeah, you see like. Ebony Maw disappear, like all of his army. Yep. And then they show the basically this, this really awesome scene where Thanos just kind of sits down and watches exactly everything. Exactly the then same it, way Infinity War ends for yeah. him. And where yeah, he where he just sits. Sitting. Big sigh of almost like relief, but in this way, it's almost just like in defeat. Yeah. And then like um, disappointment in himself almost. But yeah, it's not even like, you know, I feel like a lot of movies would have made it like over the top where he's like screaming, like, no. Yeah, no, he just takes it in silence. He watches everything disappear. He slowly walks over and sits down somewhere and then just turns to dust. dust. People were like applauding and screaming in that moment too. As soon as he starts big purple dick. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as as soon as he starts getting dust and people lost their shit in that in the theater. And then uh oh man, if you this is this is this part just wrecks you. I ruins you. I cried the hardest the third time I saw it. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I think almost knowing that it was coming and I was just ready for it. Oh, my God. So we saw how badly it damaged Thanos when he used it. Then we saw how badly it damaged Hulk when he uses it. Tony's just a regular guy. So that snap kills him. Yeah. And he's alive, but he's like... He's he like, can't talk. Yeah, he's like... He's, he's a catatonic, basically. He's, he's done. Yeah, he's, and, and you hear the little... I don't even know what it's called. His he's old not AI. only burnt up, he looks like half of his body has like like when you put a log in the fire and it doesn't completely disappear but it like just turns black and gray but you yeah. know if you poke it it's just gonna like disintegrate and fall apart he looks like that he looks like burnt out bark <laughs> yeah. like, and there's a real really like the kills me but spider-man is the first yes. person there yes. actually war machine is the first person there but then then spider-man comes up to him and spider-man's kind of just kind of, we, we did it we did it mr stark like it's, it's almost the, like it's the it's reverse like, of infinity exactly. war exactly and um that was that was that that, that killed me, and me then so bad. And then I think this was a, like a phenom- phenomenal writing again, and also great acting. Gwyneth Paltrow's acting in this part, yes. so good. This is the best she's ever been in the MCU. Yeah, and and I think like a lot of like writers who aren't as skilled would have been like, this is where she's like over the you know not over the top, but over the top. She's crying and this and that, and and really she's, she's almost... so, so so like sweet and like. She just says to him, she's like, it, it's okay, Tony. Like, like we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're, yeah. all, we're all going to be and okay. Then, and then once he passes, she in starts that, crying. Yeah. In that moment, I almost feel like she's talking to us. Yeah. Like, she, it, she really is almost just, like, telling us, like, hey, like, and, and almost telling him, like, even outside of the context of the film, like, you know, this is Robert Downey Jr.'s last last ride. Yeah. At least for a long, at least for a while, you know? It's probably the end. Yeah. This is probably the end. But also, the amount they, of money he made for this, it's probably the end. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. All insane. Right. But 
it's almost like her telling us that you know mcu like we'll be fine without iron man now yeah now with this like this this impact that he had you know it's never going to be forgotten but we'll be good to carry on without him it's the perfect Mm send-off for his character to to end on a selfless act not to die in in battle because something killed him but to die sacrificing himself for the universe especially considering you and know, it's crazy oh, his whole story arc is yeah, he his doesn't want to do it. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, there's that too. Like it, it almost makes everything even sadder because like you're almost you're happy for the character, you're happy for the story, but it's you know, it's obviously a very, very sad ending. Then you add the fact that his daughter and And they just, show his daughter again. Yeah, they show because there's a funeral scene yeah. right after this battle that I cried for the entire scene, and it's a, it's not a quick scene. It's like a no, good it, 10, it was, it was one of those long tracking shots that I mentioned in uh in our <sighs> so in our non spoiler. But they and and before that, like he's kind of he made like a almost like a like a last will and test like testament like like a video for like his another, family in like case another he, diary on the helmet. yeah, and they they're playing it, and he he says back to his daughter when he shuts it off, he says, "I love you 3,000. and that's and like the last thing. That's that... the last thing. Pops oh. off, and then and then that's I also so I also thought this in the theater like when when Tony dies you see the arc reactor just flicker Turn out off. yeah and I thought of proof that Tony Stark has a heart from the was that from the first, first Iron Man one. yeah and um then they have it on like a like a thing of flowers that they like put out like into the in, pond into the pond and that that just that broke me down and yeah they have they have literally all the characters that he impacted through all these movies including the kid from Iron Man three yeah it's like one crazy. of the last ones well, yeah like, like, towards the back. But Throughout not only who he impacted, but again, you know, expanding our scope backwards into like the real world. None of these movies would have happened without the huge success of Iron Man. And so much of that movie's success is because of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And the vision that him and John Favreau had and just everything that they did, like they're the godfathers of the MCU. Yeah. So all of those characters being there, it's almost, it's not only like the send off for Tony Stark, Iron Man, but it's the send off for Robert Downey Jr. Because they owe it all to him. Yeah. It, it, it It's undeniable that we owe everything to Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, Kevin Feige, and what they did with that first movie. This reminds me, and this is this is way more impactful, but this reminded me a bit of Hugh Jackman with Logan, the way he went out in that movie. Yeah. Didn't didn't hit me the same way. I it did it did hit me, but not not yeah. like this. This this, oh, this was, way was more. next level. Yeah. This was I've never cried like this in a movie. And that's another th- we we talk about the music. The music in this perfect. is perfect. And uh, I mean there, there's another there's a good moment with with Hawkeye talking to Scarlet Witch and he's basically just like I really hope that that Nat knows somewhere yeah. i could tell that, that's that, that we, we won. won and she's like i think they know i think they both know and she's talking she's about, talking about vision. vision yeah yeah it's cool especially because they're doing a vision and scarlet witch tv show for disney plus yeah i wonder what it's that's gonna cool. be too yeah and then they kind of they kind of wrap every other character up i don't we don't really need to go into everyone but thor is going to be with the guardians of the galaxy he even mentioned perfect he calls it as guardians of the galaxy so which good. was a comic series as guardians of the galaxy oh really yep so that's it's a awesome. reference there Oh, can I say one more but thing about the funeral scene? Okay, yeah. John Favreau, happy, is sitting with his daughter. Yes. And it, this is another scene that like made, made me like cry the first time we saw it, and uh, second time too. I don't think it made me cry the third time, but the second time I know I, I was also. My brother said it was too, but he 
like the you know Tony Stark's daughter's at the funeral and he's like how you doing? And she's like, okay. Or he's like, do you want like, what do you want? Or like, do you, you want me to get you anything? Or, and she's like, uh, like a cheeseburger, or a hamburger. Yeah. I can't remember which yeah, one. Like it is. Cheeseburger. Yeah. And then, and then he's like, I'm gonna get you all, all the cheeseburgers in the world, or whatever. And like, it's like super sweet. But that's such an awesome throwback. Like, you, you know that callback to yeah. to the first Iron Man when when Tony Stark. It's the gets, first thing he wants when he comes back. back from being captured. Yep. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I want a cheeseburger, and like that. Yeah. Just thought that was awesome. Yeah, it's it re- really good. Yeah. Three, again, just the full circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do such a good job. This is what like you were saying about it's clear that the people working on this movie paid attention to the MCU and they really thought about every every single line of dialogue. Yeah. So much so that if you want to talk about wrap-ups for characters, we're going to get to Captain America. Yeah, this is the biggest one. He's he's tasked to bring all the stones back to where they got them from so that it doesn't create all these alternate things. Mm-hmm. And he he's like, you know, getting set up. Hulk set him up. He's talking to Falcon. Falcon's like, hey, sure you don't want me to go with you? He's like, nope, this one I got to do by myself. And he, you know, he's like, all right, well, good luck and whatever. But then he gets to Bucky. And this is important. This is important. I, because, I know you're going to say. Because he's saying, he's saying to Bucky... He's like, all right, don't do anything stupid till I get back. He's like, can't you're bringing all the stupid with you? Yep. And and then Bucky says, I'm gonna miss you. Well, do, what, do you know that that line though? Wait, which one? The the stupid line. Oh, that's the last thing they say to each other before Bucky quote unquote dies in the first oh, Captain on the, America on the train? movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, so cool. That was cool. And, but yes, I know what you're gonna say. But, but then he, but then Bucky you know, says, I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you. Yeah. And, and um, I think I think they've already said that Bucky knew. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah Bucky, Bucky knew, knew a... that, that he was going to do this. Mm-hmm. So he gets sent back. He's bringing Mjolnir, which I think is important because you had mentioned earlier that uh, us talking about like, yo, taking things from the past, putting them back, like with all the timelines and stuff. He probably dropped off Mjolnir like on his way because mm-hmm. you don't see him. You don't see him ever with it again. But they go to bring him back and he doesn't come back. Nothing happens. And they're they like start freaking out and stuff, and then Bucky looks off in the distance, and he's just like, "Hey guys, check this out and whatever." There's an old man sitting on a bench, looking out on, onto the lake. I don't know. I I don't remember if like Falcon says something first or Bucky, but basically like Bucky's like, "No, th- this one's this one's for you." Yeah, like kind of like you 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 go talk to him, mm-hmm. almost like passing the torch to him because there's been like a lot of talks about. Who's going to be the next Captain America? Or and whatever, it's yeah. always between Bucky and Falcon. So mm-hmm. almost like having Bucky be like, no, man, this this one's you. Which I think is actually, well, I mean, all right, I'm going to say it now just because I'm here. I think it's actually good that it's Falcon instead of Winter Soldier. It makes more sense. Because Winter Soldier can be compromised too easily. But also, like, if you want to think about it in, like, the public eye, yeah, they're going to see, like, an ex-terrorist as a as Captain exact, America, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, so, so it, it fits totally in the context. Perfect choice. Not a complaint in the world about that. I think it's great. Yeah. So Falcon goes over, and there is old man Captain America. Old yeah. as shit. Really good prosthetics. Really, really good. good. Really good. There's also CGI there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Figured. Uh, the quote, the quote that the Russo brothers said, <laughs> it's paraphrasing, but I know a one word specifically they used, but they were like, it is a lot of prosthetics to de-age him, but we had to use CGI because no matter what, when you shoot Chris Evans from behind, he's still got that yoke neck. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to shrink that down and stuff. <laughs> Basically, he was just too jacked that he wasn't believable as an old man. So they yeah. had to use the CGI to kind of shrink him a little bit. Yeah. 
but but a lot of his facial is prosthetics and everything. So mm-hmm. it's a mix. It's like a fine mix of like CGI and like you know practical. So makeup. they de-aged and aged in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. They de-aged, they aged, they hulked. But it's such a good moment of him just like sitting there and just like smiling and talking and. Even Falcon's not like upset by it. He just like kind of smiles and is just like, so uh, did something go wrong or did something go right? And the captain's just like, yeah, everything's everything's good. Everything's yeah, he good. says, he says uh, I decided uh, to listen to Tony and uh, get 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 a life, get some of that life that he was talking about. This links back to what I was saying earlier, where there's some foreshadowing and some in some first act scenes. When Captain America and Black Widow are sitting at the table, mm-hmm. I noticed this on my third viewing. I didn't catch it until should then. Get a life. Yeah, he. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, we should. You should really get a life. She says, you first. She sacrifices herself. She doesn't get a life. Yeah. She loses her life in sacrifice for everything, and he's the one who, who he, he does gets, go he back. Life. Yeah. And get a life. Ah. Oh, and so many the writing in this movie is again perfect. i i've never really in, like liked the captain america character that that much but holy crap i felt so good for him like the last like because because every movie he's, oh, he's pulling out that ends. yeah every every movie he's pulling out that that compass with with peggy's face on it and you're like oh man like you lost the love of your life like that's that's it's so like like t- like heart-wrenching when, when yeah. you think about it and then the last scene like they when he when he's given when he's given Sam the the shield to be the new captain he passes yeah. the mantle to Sam but you see you see the uh, wedding ring on on Steve Rogers yeah. finger and he's like you gonna tell me about her and he's like no he's I like, don't think I will no, and it cuts you see like an old car passing a house and there's like, old time music and it the camera like dollies through like the window yeah and it's Steve Rogers and he's finally like, getting his dance, dance with her which yeah. all the way back from Chills uh, again first one and it's just them slow dancing just like you know, face like on face and just, he's just eyes closed, obviously just so happy and like at peace now. Mm-hmm. And then they just kiss and it ends like it that goes, yeah. on black on the on kiss. Black. Yep. Oh my God. Again, chills. Yeah. When the movie ended, I remember like the credits started going and you, you were the first thing you said, you're like, I'm still crying. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm still crying. Like, I was like, this movie destroyed me. This, yeah. This, this is, oh my God. It's so good. And now talking, to, oh my god, we finally made it! Holy shit, how long this has a, this been going? This is at like two and a half hours right now. Uh, I told you this was gonna be a long episode. Yeah, I, I, I thought that we were just gonna hit points, but yeah, we just we literally. But the problem just, is, you so might as well not watch it, the movie anymore. So much of it is <laughs> it's important, important, and connects to old movies or the comics, or it's just too. There's just too much to unpack here. Again, going back to this script is perfect. Yeah, it's script is perfect. Yeah, it really is. Like one hundred percent perfect. It's yeah, this is the best writing in the MCU for sure, and it's. I I really really want this to be nominated for some for some big awards this yeah, year. It deserves it. It, it. Yeah, it does. If Black Panther can get Best Picture nom, this can get Best Picture nom. Yeah, I think it can. It's not. It's not going to win. We know that. Which is bullshit i mean but, <laughs> i guess we'll see what comes out so far this year it's got really no content yeah really nothing really that good has come out so far but i mean yeah like i think it should be nominated and i don't think this is gonna happen but i would be cool with robert downey jr getting a getting a actor, Best actor. yeah that's that, yeah i thought he was great in this very good and, and also also it's just kind of like a this should definitely be nominated for best adapted screenplay 
Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. for sure. Win. Yeah. Just win. Just give it to it. <laughs> Deserves it. But, uh, yeah, no, man. This is so, so good. And and, and, and the, no no post credit scene. But but I love what they did in the credits. Yeah. Where so when it gets to the 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 final the original six, mm-hmm. it does this really cool shot where it's like them in like a pose mid screen, and then in the background behind them, you have like these clips playing from movies, and it's like rolling through. And as it's like zooming out from their their bot, like you know their figure in the middle. It's the actor's real signature. signature getting drawn on the screen. Yeah. Yep. And then their name shows up and like it shows up on yeah. the sides and stuff. But it's like they all get their own big thing. And of course, the last name to pop up, Robert Downey Jr., there was like a standing ovation in our theater. Like everyone was standing up and clapping. And oh, also to just to talk about the theater again, going back to Tony's funeral. Every time I've watched it, with the exception of the driving, because obviously I could hear all around me in the audience people crying yeah actually when i saw it the uh the second time when uh the proof that tony stark has a heart uh, yeah. floated out into sea i actually heard this girl like two rows in front of me like everyone in the theater heard it because she literally went like she was like <laughs> like really loudly like crying like not even like not even like holding it just super loud oh, crying that's awesome yeah no it the thing that actually um this is another thing that that kevin smith said uh that signature thing in the credits that is kind of a they did that the first time they did that was um for the the for star trek with the original cast like the last like ep, like movie or, or i don't know what it was i don't know if it's a movie or episode but he said that that came from the send off for the original star trek cast oh with the signature and stuff yeah that's cool mhm yeah it's so fucking good but then yes no post credit scene but there is something at the end of the credits yeah there really is i mean for most people i would say like if you're not super nerd, you could just leave because it's not setting up a future movie or anything like that. But you're the one who actually pointed out what the what this was. So I'm going to let you tell the people. There's a, there's a noise at the end of the post credits. scene. It's a fart sound. Yeah. It just, it's called String Cheese. You can download it on an app. Um, <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> that was so good. I wish oh. you still had that app. Yeah. But no, um, there's there's a noise and it's just it sounds almost like a bell if you don't know what it is. Yeah. But it's it's uh, it's Tony Stark forging his Iron Man armor from the first Iron Man movie. From when he's in the cave. Yeah. So, yeah. So awesome. Just the clanking of. Yeah. Yeah. What a good send off. Yeah. Uh, this really is his movie. It really is his movie. And, the whole and... the MCU is all him. Twenty two movies in the MCU. He's been in nine of them. Yeah. Nine crazy. of them. Yeah. Almost half. I mean, uh, all right, I guess not almost half, but more than anybody else. So you want to know something crazy? Yes. Robert Downey Jr. has a clause in his contract based on um, the uh, box office grossings on on these Avengers movies. Oh yeah. So for the lot for Infinity War in total, he brought home seventy five million dollars. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's he's gonna make more probably on this one if it's the same thing. Oh yeah. And um. He I also make thought, a billion just by himself. I thought this. I thought this was crazy. Granted, I think he was only on set. I think they said three days, maybe four days, or something like that. But his clause on homecoming was he got paid five million dollars per day. Whoa, <laughs> that's rad, baller. He's, I mean, he's he's the he's highest. Sad. He's the highest paid actor in the in these series. I I think uh, Chris Evans, who's probably the second highest. I think Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson are second. Oh yeah, and they make around twenty per movie. Still, 
Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's great, I wouldn't chunk of ch- great chunk of change, but I mean, yeah, like you can give me $20 and a ham sandwich and I'll be in this movie. <laughs> I don't care what you do to me. We we had a few people say they really wanted to be on this episode. Yes. So there was no way that we could have everyone on. So we asked people, you know, hey, just write in a review, send us a voice memo, something like that. And we'll, we'll we'll read it on the show. So I'm gonna read read off a few uh, super quick. Yep. Uh, this one's from our good friend Cat, which is more so more of just a story, which I thought was really cool. But Cat works at a comic shop. Yes, which, which, yes, she does. Main so, Street Comics in Middletown, yes. New York. Give them a shout out because they're fucking rad. I actually just went there today and picked yeah, up you some did comics. go there today. So she said once at work, I had a guy come in on Facetime with his kid. And uh, they he asked if we had any Sam Wilson stuff. So I found him a Falcon Pop and a Sam Wilson Captain America trade. When the dude showed them to the kid, they bugged out. Like, they were super excited. Then he tells me Sam is his kid's favorite Captain America. And fuck if I didn't ball my fucking eyes out thinking about this kid and how stoked they are going to be watching Endgame and seeing that scene at the end. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. To be... To be... To be that kid's dad, too, to like watch that joy in yeah. his son. Oh, it's got to be, be awesome. awesome. Zach, who went to the movies with us, he said, the movie was fantastic. Easily my favorite movie of all time. I thought Infinity War was good, and this movie outdid that. From start to finish, the movie climbed and peaked at different times. From the beginning, where Hawkeye loses his family to Captain America, wielding Thor's hammer, I think one of the best aspects was how different hero storylines were wrapped up. Uh, the movie completely controlled my emotions, and I plan to see it again in theaters and purchase it as well. Yeah, hell yeah. One of my good friends, Trevor, on my hockey team, he said, I honestly thought it was a movie worth the 11-year 11 year, 11 year wait. It just comes full circle. I thought it was really great. How Whether you watched every single Marvel movie or just stuck to the Avengers, this one worked. I usually hate movies with time travel, but the Russo brothers did it right. My friend Christina, I think this is my favorite one. Okay. I'm excited. Just because she didn't have time to write, but she was like, do my, my raw reactions from after I saw the movie. Because she saw it on Monday. She didn't get to see it opening weekend. Oh, yeah. And uh, usually, like, we'll, we'll talk about, like, all the MCU movies. So I knew she was seeing it on Monday. And it was actually funny because I saw the movie on Monday, too. And when my movie ended, right as the credits started, my phone started blowing up for her, from her because her movie ended. Like, I, my showing was at 6.45. Hers was at, like, 6.30-something. Okay. So... I, I get text, holy crap, oh my, oh my fucking God, I am dead, and I cried. And I cried some more. Oh my God, that was so good. There were so many good parts, so many. Endless amazing <laughs> scenes. Black Widow, question mark, exclamation point. Uh, and then I started responding. Captain America holding the hammer. Iron Man, that funeral scene. Cap fighting Cap. Ass of America, right? <laughs> ass of America. <laughs> yeah. Love just, that. Just like super excited. People are losing their minds for this movie, and rightfully so. Yeah. So many people want wanted wanted to be a part of this. I know there's people that messaged us about it, and uh, if if I didn't get to yours, I'm sorry. I don't know if you have any or not. No, I don't. No, came that, that's did fine. not come prepared. That's fine. But yeah, you no. know me. <laughs> no, come prepared. <laughs> I don't come prepared. But yeah, no. So not true this time though. Four pages of notes. Yeah, we got through all of them. That that just there's made... actually things I left out because I'm just like you know what I'm gonna leave some things for you guys to find. But trust me, I saw it too. <laughs> I fucking saw it. Although I didn't catch Howard the Duck, that was a really good pull. That was the one. That was the one thing. So I was like, Sky's gonna beat me to everything. But this one thing, just give me this one thing, man. Fucking did it, man. Oh my god, I can't wait to see it again. I can't, I can't wait to see it again. I've seen it three times. Same <laughs> I the most I've ever seen a movie in theaters was four times. 
we mentioned it on the podcast actually. That was uh, Return of the King. Oh yeah, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. I saw that four times in the theaters. I saw a couple movies last year. I saw uh, Infinity War four times. This might be five. We'll see. Oh yeah, I'm gonna push for twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna spend. Uh... 600 hours watching this fucking movie <laughs> or 60 hours. I don't know how to math right I'm just now. Gonna I'm, keep, dying. I'm just going to keep watching it it's almost forever. Midnight. Fuck, dude, we did it. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I hope you guys like this movie. I hope you all see this movie. And I hope that you did not listen to this podcast before you saw this movie because really? you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, if you, you did that, you cannot do that. Don't do that. Oh, man. But thank you guys for sitting in with us. This has been an emotional ride. Like we, we started off real high. But, you know, that ending. Oh, man. Brings you, it brings it nice. <sighs> uh, I don't even know how to get out of this episode now. Besides just saying, crying, just crying <laughs> my fucking eyes out. But no, let us know how you feel. Hit us up with your tomato tomatoes. You know what? Maybe even if you guys want to fucking rank out the MCU with us. Yeah, if, I want to hear. Put, what, yeah, put yeah. put in the comments. Uh, your your rankings. We'd like to see that. Yeah, definitely, definitely always interested to see what you guys think, how much you either agree or disagree with us. But you know where to find us, at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Hit us up, social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. And until then, suck it, loser!